Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. I just think we were prepared. You know, one thing my uh, my trainer, he told me, he said, what did he say? He just told us to be prepared. <sighs> All right. It was in the men's section. Girl shirt button on the other side. Yes. Figured it out. is wearing a girl shirt. Yes. It's a me, a man's a Garcia. Cocahones. How about those friggin' pirates? There's local politics, bud. Boom, boom, boom. Now let me say, well. You are terrible. And stop playing that song. Clip. Hey, man. Good to see you, brother. Did not flub at all. Send it in. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to Pirate Radio Live here on a Thursday. We're going to have a fun one today coming off a magical night in Minji's last night. East Carolina knocking off Cincinnati in dramatic fashion. We will talk about that one and a whole lot more on pirate radio 92.7 fm in greenville 104.1 in washington you can find us on 1250 930 also online pr927 fm.com and come on and join us over on facebook live and on youtube and you can be a part of the show We've got comments rolling in now we'll interact with you folks today on a victory thursday edition men's basketball and women's basketball picking up wins on wednesday night shirley rhodes is here chandler honeycutt is here troy d to my left to kick off today's show and coming up we'll recap what happened last night in Menji's coliseum with michael perry he was on the call last night he'll join us to uh, talk about his friend jeff charles and talk about the pirates knocking off cincinnati last night in Menji's coliseum coach perry coming up about an hour from now also an hour number two we're going to name that sound. Shirley Rhodes is bringing back the game show Sweeping the Nation. Name that sound. That's coming up in hour two. Billy Weaver, my co-host on the U.S. Sailor Fifth Quarter Call-In Show, will join us coming up in hour three. You know, uh, Troy D., without Jeff Charles uh, and Billy Weaver on the call back in the day, we would have never had the phrase lower the headgear because that, billy weaver called oh, that, games that's with right. jeff charles that was his kind of uh <laughs> that was his catchphrase that was his catchphrase back in the day when he was doing tv so we'll lower yeah. the headgear with weave yeah. coming up in the uh now it's keep your heads up heads up kids now that's an it's, ejection basically yeah, yeah things have changed uh but no billy uh will give us his uh some memories with uh from the voice and also talk about what happened last night daytona 500 coming up this weekend as well so we'll talk some nascar with weave jeff nadu will join us in the third hour as well we'll talk about last night's ecu win and look at college hoops tonight some pretty good games going on tonight so we got a uh, packed fun show and glad you're a part of it here today on pirate radio live troy d we were uh, both in Minji's last night yeah great job by the ecu folks uh and you know it's always difficult in these times you know what how, how to do it right not too much not too little you know yeah. keep it classy and i i thought uh east carolina did a great job of, of recognizing jeff last night um the, the team had shirts on i thought the halftime tribute was tremendous uh kudos to to uh, brian meador that really kind of led the charge on that and greg pierce the, with the uh video crew the, i thought the tribute was fantastic the standing ovation they had the the decals to give out to everybody when you came in so uh job well done by ecu i know um looking forward to down the road there'll be a, a celebration of life uh event for jeff i don't think it's going to be 
anytime soon as far as the next week or two anyway i think it's going to be a little bit further down the road when the dust settles a little bit about this and we can actually have an event that really celebrates and is uh, i don't want to say you know a, a party but something that jeff would appreciate and, and just kind of a opportunity to come together in Minji's coliseum to uh, remember him specifically so look forward to that down the road and we'll promote that when it, when it's going on and um you know just uh was great man what a what a magical night too you yeah know, it, looked, it looked like ecu was getting ready to get embarrassed by the bearcats this would be the last time we may ever play them and uh just kind of kept, kept fighting just like jeff just kept kind of kept fighting and claw literally clawing their way back in the game next thing you know they cut it down to single digits i was like well don't leave yet i know because there was a thought i was like man oh, this guy had it i'll be honest man i was like this thing gets out of hand over 20 I got a lot of work I got to do. I got a lot of things going on. Um, not that I don't love the Pirates, but I, I can go cut out early and go do. I said, but you know what? I'm going to stick around just in case because it. What if they if they cut it to single digits? I want to see what can happen. And they and then I was like, well, now it's, I can't leave now. I got to ride this thing out at this point. Let's just see what happens and, and clip it. Just kind of getting you, you felt the momentum at the, about the six minute mark shift. And man, it, it just started. The energy started picking up, and uh, and the spirit of Jeff or whatever it was. But oh, man, yeah. that, that team, uh, boy, they shocked the Bearcats. They'll remember their last visit to Minji's, and what a great one it was. I went back and watched it on ESPN Plus, and and Cy Seymour said, you know, Jeff, Jeff's got something to do with this. Like, yeah, he, he just had that feeling uh, there last night at Minji's Coliseum. Speaking of ESPN Plus, Troy, you're, you're right. The tribute. At halftime was awesome. Moment of silence before the game. Uh, but I was reading tweets during the game of people watching on TV, and they were like, man, I can barely watch this. Every time they go to commercial, they're playing classic Jeff Charles highlights. Oh, yeah. And I went back and looked at that, and they were playing football, basketball, even a baseball highlight hey, from 1993 yeah. when they won the CAA. Right, that's what I said. The glory yeah. years. That, and, uh, that 92-93 stretch of, yeah. uh, of ECU athletics was legendary. And uh, that was cool, too, to see that on the uh, TV side of things. Yeah, and I, I liked your tweet, too, Clip. Uh, I wish I had thought about it first, but it was a great one. Uh, Roy Williams, 0-1, lifetime. In oh, Minji's, Roy. Minji's Coliseum. So I saw a picture as someone posted. at first, I was sitting at the game, and it said it was the guy had his back turned. He had, like, a sweater. It looked like Roy would have. It said Roy Williams in attendance tonight. And I gave it, a, like, a laughing emoji because I was like, oh, that's funny. He's got a guy that looks like Roy. And then I was like – someone said Roy Williams is here I was like and then I looked over and you know Mitch just isn't that big you can't even someone if if someone's across the way you can still make out faces I was like I think that is Roy Williams and then of course you see people taking pictures and then our crew's there and they're like oh yeah that was Roy Williams I was like and of course he has a, a tie with the west miller w- coach west miller yeah with uh with him so he was there for him not Jeff Charles but uh boy you know look I would say probably his first game he's ever been at in Minji's Coliseum. And he's 0-1. Yeah. I don't for think. his rooting interest. <laughs> it, was, it was awesome. Yeah. So, uh, but he seemed like a nice, I will say this, you know, he seemed like a very nice guy. I think he took pictures with a lot of folks. The one thing they've always said is, is he's a nice guy, you know. And he's definitely getting older now, if you notice that. I walked out at halftime after the video, but my mom said there was like a line of people just lined up to get pictures and stuff, and, yeah. and he took everyone. I also had a lengthy chat with Mike Houston, yeah. which I'm nervous about. <laughs> yeah, what were I, they talking about? Yeah. No, I'm I know. Kidding, kidding. Uh, but I, you got to give the guy credit, man. He's a class dude, and you don't hear many, many negative things about Roy Williams. 
unless you're a Duke fan. And, uh, you know, he didn't have to take pictures with everybody and do that. So no. I, th- I thought that's cool. Our uh, buddy Halftime Steve Chandler, uh, and we, we talked to uh, some old Pirate fans during halftime every game. He was saying, the man, Roy Williams, he can kick rocks, man. I'll go... I, he, I'll tell him to get out of here. I was like, well, go tell him. He's sitting right up there. He said, well, I'll tell him next time. Yeah. I said, "You, everybody at home is saying the same thing. Man, if I was there, I'd tell Roy to leave. Nobody ain't going to say anything to him. Everybody relax. Well, it's, really, it's a split fan base because, as we joke, half our fan base probably you know hates Carolina. The other half fan base maybe loves Carolina basketball. So, for some people, this was the best of both worlds. They were at an ECU game with one of their favorite coaches. Sad but true. You know? I mean, it's just the way it is. Sad so, but true. If it was Coach K, Troy would have been I, Let over me tell there. you something. I did not bother him. I did not go over there. If it was Coach K, I would have gone over and said, good to see you again. Welcome back. Good to a, see you again. It's, it's been a while. Remember that time we hung out? <laughs> and we talked, and he gave that great – do we have – Shirley, do we have that No, awesome we don't have it. clip of Coach K just raving about Pirate fans and I how great Carolina. East Carolina is and how he loves East Carolina folks? Nice. I mean, that was stemmed from my question of should this the be The time y'all hung out, as you <laughs> Cor- call it. Correct. Yeah. We – for the for the moment in time we had a relationship <laughs> coach remember i touched your wife that time she's <laughs> That's on, right. that was the secondary she's time. on my celebrity touch i list. was at the final four yeah and mickey was there and i got mickey was are you there. on a first name basis with mickey yes no. i didn't want to call no. mrs coach k so I, we talked i said do you mind if we get a photo and i we got a nice photo she's a very lovely person yeah. mickey all right and she probably a lot nicer than coach k to most folks you know but I, both of them are you know i like all right there you go there's enough acc talk yeah. uh, but i did not bother roy williams yeah i did hear i found out today guess where his pregame meal was in greenville i'm gonna go parker's anyone else want to take a guess where Chan? did old roy eat before going once the game? going twice i'll go name, sam jones Barbecue. name that right. meal uh the one of you is right Two of you are dead wrong. Losers. You're not losers. You're just wrong. Congratulations, Clip Brock. Parker's Barbecue it was. For bonus points, which location? You have a one out of three chance. Okay, so it was in Greenville. It was in Greenville. So you have the original. uh, Oh, You have the Memorial Drive sit-down location, I like to call it. You have the new drive-through location on arlington and then you have kind of the old school regular fast food food added a drive through on greenville boulevard closer to hastings fort old roy's an old guy old school i'm gonna say he's uh, out there on highway 11 memorial that's what i would have thought clip oh and i would have been wrong too mm. roy went to what's referred to as parker's number two okay on greenville boulevard so maybe a little quicker fast pace right there get in get out and then get to the game yeah, him and Wanda had a meal yeah. last night. So, All right, there you go. He wore a neutral color. It was kind of nice. You know, he wasn't like actively rooting for uh, Cincinnati. No, he was kind of sitting. In fact, one of my friends uh, at AJ's last night after the game said that they, you know, were watching the game, but also watching Roy Williams and said he sat there stoic the entire time. Yeah. And then when about two minutes Shell shocked and stunned, wondering what in the world happened. <laughs> he was he kind of got focused. He started leaning in his chair, kind of getting into the game. So that's another Jeff Charles call from the Peach Bowl when he was talking about the Wolfpack fans. And I, I've replayed that and we used to run that in college all the time. The the Wolfpack fans are shell shocked and stunned, wondering what in the hell happened. 
last night that was Roy Williams that was that's awesome and Josh Thomas you're right I think I saw Josh's post Josh was like one of the first people to post Roy Williams is here but it was the backside of Roy Williams with just his hair and I thought it was a lookalike and I thought it was a joke I saw it earlier. When well, I Josh, um, so Josh, on the scene early. You were right. I did, I thought it was a joke, but then I found out it was real. Josh, you are uh, you're one of the most doubted pirates <laughs> because you had uh, ECU money line yesterday. I scoffed a bit at that, but you are the king of the money he line. Went, so he went two two and zero oh on the Roy Williams parlay with the money line. Well done, Josh. <laughs> got to give you uh, credit where credit is due. Kenny says, "Clip, you got your upset that he talked about yesterday." So every year, Troy, no matter how bad the Pirates are, yeah. they pull an upset in Minji's. Yeah, and and they had three chances left because they're going to be big dogs to Houston. They're going to be underdogs to Tulane, and then you had last night, and he said they're going to win one of them. It, which one's it going to yeah, be? Yeah, and Houston going to come in here now, most likely. Top five. Yeah, could be a number one team in the country. Could be. I mean, now that would be awesome. <clears throat> I uh, meant to uh, look into this earlier. I got busy. My guess is it's never happened, although I will ask you, Clip, you're a basketball guy. Has ECU ever hosted the number one team in the nation inside Minji's before? I'm going to say no. I'm going to guess no if I had a bet on it. That Wake Forest team that came in was very highly ranked. And then Houston a few years ago was highly ranked. That would be a media guide question, which they don't make media guides anymore. you got to go online and search that one. Speaking of North Carolina, Jody Jones is at North Carolina now. Yes. Should I I still text him and ask him like he's still here at ECU? Hey, Jody. I I could reach out to Tom McClellan, (laughs) I bet, still, and he would know. Yeah. Um, they probably know. Yeah, and, uh, Mike saying online, uh, Roy's retirement game is strong. He just plays golf, goes to games, and helps fight cancer. Not bad. Yeah, he seems like he's enjoying himself. <clears throat> Coach K was checking out a game this week too. I saw. I told you guys what did I say. I said he'd be back. I said Coach K will be back in Cameron Indoor. And That's sure enough, exactly he was back. That is not exactly all the words you said. Like Blue Devil royalty. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, but, man, fun night last night. I think that was his first game back, though, wasn't it? I believe so. Yeah, it was yeah. kind of a big deal. There was a buzz in uh, Cameron, I heard. There was a buzz last night in Minji's. And, uh, Shirley, let's hear what Mike Schwartz had to say after the game as the Pirates came all the way back to knock off the Cincinnati Bearcats. Uh, just start off with the most important thing tonight that, obviously, uh, that, that was in honor of Jeff Charles. And, uh, without a doubt, that's where – uh, I know this community, this university, uh, our program, you know, that's where everyone's heart is in terms of with Jeff, he and his family. And, um, you know, just that was for him. And, you know, the guys were inspired by it. Uh, they were for the last few days preparing and they've had him on their mind. And, um, you know, we just uh, obviously our hearts go out to, to the situation for he and his family. Uh, great incredible respect for uh, Wes Miller and the Cincinnati program, their basketball team, their players, their coaching staff have always had great respect for him as a coach and their program. Um, ecstatic that we were able to find a way to come back in the second half. And I thought the guys showed a great amount of resiliency, really stayed the course of what we were trying to do as we were making adjustments also. Uh, you know, and sometimes the scoreboard didn't reflect that, particularly in the second half. But Cincinnati has been great all year putting these strong runs on teams where they go on 10-0 runs, 11-0 runs. They went on one us on the second half, first half, 11-0, and we came back and answered it. But uh, the last 10 minutes were a special, you know, special effort for our guys. That is Mike Schwartz after the game uh, with the uh, tribute to Jeff Charles and also talking about his team's effort in that win last night. Yeah, and um, 
Debbie, Jeff's wife, was not in attendance last night, and uh, she did, I will tell you this, um, to talk to Debbie today, and uh, she had a chance to talk with the team uh, directly today. So uh, wow. her and the family went over there for a, a private meeting, and, uh, you know, obviously very emotional, a lot of hugs and tears, uh, but her first chance to uh, greet the team since this has happened, so that, that transpired today, and... and when as good as something like that could go, Cliff, yeah. you know, but uh, wanted she wanted to uh, let them know, how spe- you know, it was a tough deal because, you know, a lot of this happened in, with, with them in attendance. So, um, <clears throat> you know, it has an effect on people, as you can imagine. Uh, I've, I've interacted with David Kasaganai from the basketball team, who's just a, a great representative, great young man, um, and is going to do great things. But I sent him a tweet last night because we've talked after games before and just said, you know, that they brought cheer to a lot of people who've been going through a rough time. And I said, I'm impressed by your resiliency, mental toughness, because they're going through it just like Mm -hmm. everybody. And uh, and he did respond. And uh, David Kasag and I said, we appreciate everyone's support. We could not have done it without you all. This game is bigger than us. It was for Jeff Charles and his family. We just wanted to make Pirate Nation proud. So, the guys were playing uh, for themselves, their team, uh, each other, but certainly playing for Jeff last night. That yeah. was that was on their minds. Yeah, so. and, and that can work for you. can work against right. you, yeah. but it definitely worked for uh, ECU last night. Awesome stuff. Pirates uh, moving to 13-12 and 12 overall. And, uh, by the way, another nice win for Kim McNeil's Pirates. They were down in that game, uh, Shirley. We had two comebacks against Cincinnati last night. Uh, the women were down double digits before they had an explosive fourth quarter, right? Absolutely. Uh, they were down by as many as 11 points, and uh, the starting five just struggled uh, out of the gate in the first half, so much so that Kim McNeil just had had enough, and she uh, she sat the starting five and put in the second team. Line change. I mean, a straight-up line <laughs> yeah. change. And let me tell you something. Uh, that uh, second team, and as a matter of fact, I'm trying to pull it up right now because I don't want to miss anybody's names, but um, – uh, they basically turned up the defense. They didn't, you know, it's, it's kind of one of those things where it doesn't always show up in the stat uh, sheet. But um, Alexa Rose, Jayla Herp, Isis Adams, Bobby Smith, and Kamora Jenkins, uh, those five came in and they just had a stifling defense, forced a ton of turnovers, and they were able to whittle the lead down to six before Kim McNeil was uh, satisfied enough that uh, the starting five got the message, and boy, did they, because when they returned back to the floor, Danae McNeil just went off, and she scored a career-high 30 points in that game. Amaya Joyner finally got rolling. She finished with another double-double. She now is atop the ECU all-freshman rebounds list. She's got 208 and counting. And uh, so East Carolina moving to nine and four and sitting in third place. They're going to take on UCF on Saturday, and that is a very winnable game. They're going to host it. that. That's going to be here in Menjis. So uh, that's going to be a huge game for East Carolina as well. And then a really big one coming up Wednesday against second place Houston in Menjis Coliseum. Pirates outscoring Cincinnati women last night 26-11 to in the fourth quarter. So congratulations to Kim McNeil's team. Also wanted to mention, Clip, some news uh, breaking almost before we came on the air. As we sit here on uh, Baseball Eve mm-hmm. for many folks, it's the most exciting night of the year, the night before the baseball season starts. You may, you may find yourself 
not being able to sleep well tonight, being yeah. a little restless, ready to go. Oh, yeah. Well, you're going to have to wait a little bit longer for the start of the season. Oh, no. Because they, uh, due to the expected inclement weather in the area, East Carolina officials have announced that Friday's game, the season opener between ECU and George Washington, has been moved back Ooh. to a 6 p.m. start. Due to Pirate Radio Live, they want to make sure we can be out there six the first pitch. Which is very nice of them. Thank uh, you. 6 o'clock first pitch. Good news, Chairman. As of right now for ecu season opener coming up friday awesome all right so uh still planning to get that one in on friday looks like we're going to get some weather but hopefully it's out of here yeah they can play ball all right let's take it a weather yeah about how nice it is today let's take a break surely gives us weather 75 degrees in mid-february man in the greater greenville area i will take it yeah i'll sign off on that yes Uh, every day of the week All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. More to go. Hour one, Pirate Radio Live on a Victory Thursday. We will be back with you after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's for the best Mexican food and fun in Greenville. Come and enjoy favorites like shrimp tacos, steak and chicken fajitas, burritos, enchiladas, ACP and more. Follow Chico's on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's for dine-in or to-go. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Back with you on Pirate Radio Live. You can watch the show, be a part of the show on Facebook Live and YouTube. Tommy on Facebook says, Years ago, there was a movie titled Angels in the Outfield. Last night was Angels on the Hard Court. R.I.P. Jeff. And there were times where it looked like R.J. Felton had some Angels wings. Uh especially that save at the end of the game. He made some uh, spectacular plays, had a huge second half as the Pirates uh, knocked off Cincinnati last night. Our uh, flight by Yingling ECU report is a good one today, Troy D, with the uh, men winning last night, women also winning an ECU baseball on tap for this weekend, as Troy mentioned a moment ago before he took a timeout. Friday, 6 o'clock first pitch. They're moving it back a couple hours, so 6 o'clock they're going to uh, get some baseball in on Friday night, Saturday at 2, Sunday at 1 o'clock in Clark LeClaire Stadium. Exciting start to the season. Yeah. Uh, let's get it underway. At least it's not snowing, Club. Not yet. Yeah. That's for later this uh, this winter. Uh, and then the Running w- out of winter days here, though. Uh, Troy D. will make his Clark LeClaire debut when North Carolina comes to town next weekend. That is true. Fair yeah, to say? That's fair to say. Not that I'm... Uh, I hate that I have to miss this weekend. I have a prior engagement I need to be at, but um, excited about that. That's a that's a good opening game for me. And Troy, get your uh, your little mini tailgate, long day, whatever. Next Saturday, the twenty fifth. That's the day where you've got North Carolina in here for baseball. Yeah, and then that night, Houston for basketball. It's a lot to manage. Pace yourself. Yeah. And that, that's not this Saturday, but next Saturday. The following Saturday. Yeah, and that, and that is such a big Saturday. I was actually going to head to the beach for the first time in 2023, but I am holding off on those plans because I don't want to miss those two big events. We appreciate your commitment to Pirate Athletics. Welcome. And, uh, you're, yeah. welcome you're welcome for my service. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is going to be a fun one. That is going to be fun. What a doubleheader. Yeah. 
I mean, that's two big ones right there. Will Roy Williams be at both? <laughs> Will he be back? Uh, Troy, we didn't uh, talk Super Bowl Monday. No, we didn't get a chance to, obviously. I wanted uh, to get the uh, the Troy D take on the game and uh, the Rihanna halftime show. The game going into half, I was like, well, this thing's over. You got uh, Mahomes limping around. Yeah. He looks like he can barely walk. Eagles go in with a score. And they got all the momentum. But it's an extended halftime. It yeah. is a long halftime. And God only knows what they injected in his ankle because he looked like he was oh, Carl Lewis running out there <laughs> perfect in, the, in the second half. For you older folks, if for you younger kids, Google Carl Lewis. The guy that sang the national anthem real bad that time? <laughs> is that him? Uh, I was just trying to think of a great runner. Yeah. Know? But, uh, boy, he looked good, and I really thought, you know, it would have been easy to be bet the second half to take the Eagles. I mean, it looked like he might not return. Correct. He is on the bench. And if he doesn't return, I think it's over for them. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Because the Eagles were dominating to that point. But So, hell of a comeback, hell of a return. Halftime, um, you know, first of all, I I think all our—I like all our songs. And I remember, I haven't heard some of them in a while. All her songs are good. Like She's the, one of those people that has songs that you know that you didn't know you Correct. Knew. Like, I can't name the titles, yeah. but I'm like, I know this song. Yeah, I've heard this song a hundred times or yeah. more. Uh, they're great party songs. They're great workout songs. So, I look, I'm a fan of hers. And then I was like, wow, I thought she just had a baby. She's really holding on to that baby weight, but it's been a while. That was I'm the like, talk at the Super Bowl And then Bowl it was party. like, well, maybe she's pregnant. And, okay, she's got to be pregnant because she's almost like flaunting it at that point the way the thing was so that was a big buzz her coming out that she was pregnant again party at the super bowl um i wonder if there was a prop on that is rihanna will, pregnant will rihanna be pregnant wow. while performing that would have been a big payoff yeah yeah so you know i was fine i like the songs I, I heard you guys talking the other day nothing will ever be prince purple rain in the rain yeah with purple lights are you kidding me i mean he's just a hell of a performer i think that was the all-time best halftime show um, Which I'm sure we've talked about this. That was a Bears Super Bowl. Yeah, that was the uh, no. That was the Bears Super Bowl. That was Bears was Colts, the one right? that froze uh, because what's it call it froze in the Bears Super Bowl? Google it so. up. I don't it think was, so. I heard Shirley talking about who was it? The guy that froze. I think you're going down the wrong path. Tom Petty. Tom Petty was the Bears Super Bowl because I had to leave my house and go watch the second half. I think at Brian Bailey's, and I left the house and it was tom petty stuck on my screen the fox affiliate had frozen nah, you're wrong on this one I, you want to make a wager i'll bet you a dollar all right i'll dollar. take a dollar bet. all right um who was the the year the bears were in it against the colts yeah it was not prince okay all right let me find go to the google machine let me and find, find the uh and get your dollar ready i'll take it during the break tom petty was this super bowl which was between the giants and the patriots uh prince was this super bowl which was between the bears and the colts just wait hold on a second i mean you can look at it as many times as you want in different angles you owe me a buck because <laughs> it, it did rain then right yeah that's how i remember it because that was kind of a rainy ugly super bowl oh, yeah in miami damn yeah Maybe, i swear i thought it was tom petty that was at the Bears super bowl but it wasn't. I just what, how far off am I? How many years? Uh, you think one year? Okay. Yeah, you're one year Damn, off. Okay, so I'm not as bad. And it was like 20 years ago. Uh, 15. Yeah. 
But my question was going to be, well, no wonder you didn't go. You didn't know Prince was going to be doing the halftime right. show. Yeah. I was going to ask, how are you not at a Bears halftime show with uh, Prince? How are I you remember looking into tickets for that, yeah. and it was just so – I, I really exhausted a lot of efforts. How many times did you call Tony Collins that week? <laughs> <laughs> hey, buddy, pal. And I was, you know, I was a lot younger that back then. Didn't know as many people as I know now that I might be able to secure some. And it was just ridiculously expensive. And it just the timing wasn't right. But uh, I do remember, I might have even had Tony over to the house for the first half to watch that game. Now I don't know about your memory when it comes to games and halftime shows. So, uh, but yeah, that was that was the same Super Bowl. Yeah, I remember being really fired up. I do remember Devin Hester taking the kickoff back the very first play of the game for a touchdown i didn't see it oh you didn't i mean what happens the opening kickoff of super bowl nothing i'm gonna go grab a snack right i'm gonna be away from the he, tv he took it to the house i go back into the room where everybody's watching it it's seven to so, nothing it was unbelievable i mean you know how awesome that guy was yeah and i'm like man it's like 10 seconds we're off the clock we're already up seven nothing this is meant to be we are super bowl champions the yeah. dynasty oh, is God. back how many texts did you send out <laughs> lombardi baby I just remember thinking how fired up I was after that first score doing this thing's over. And this that, thing is over. That was it. That was the highlight. Yep. That was it. It was all downhill from there, except for Prince, which yeah. was an awesome show, but for some reason I didn't associate it with that Super Bowl. Well, he probably had a few that night. Alex says he's coming in next Saturday. Can I pay you in quarters? Have, we'll take it anyway. We can get it. Um, but God, I only said a dollar. I'm so confident. <laughs> you were really was, confident. Yeah, you weren't even questioning me. I was the one going, let's bet. Um, yeah, I'm not a good negotiator. I probably yeah. could have raised that price a you little bit. said 100 I probably would have are you on? <laughs> uh, Alex is going to bring his four-month-old to his first games at Clark LeClaire and Minji's next Saturday, the 25th, for that great doubleheader. That is an awesome doubleheader. I mean, in the world of doubleheaders, which doesn't doesn't happen that often that's a pretty special one tar heels on the diamond number one team let's just say potential number one team in the nation on the hardwood yeah and uh that's gonna be a fun day out uh at the athletic complex so give me the date of that that again that is 25th uh, the 25th yep and i'll i'll get the uh the times too maybe i'll try and split the difference do that saturday and then sunday maybe do a quick beach hit just to you know start to feed the soul a little bit with that mm-hmm. gotta feed that soul yeah. <laughs> baseball game will be at two o'clock on the 25th at clark leclerc it's a game seven that runs to about five five twenty or yeah. so and then hoops will be saturday night at eight o'clock eight, eight okay so here's a question for you logistically do you leave the complex because <clears throat> they're side by side or do you stay and once you part you're just there well like i think the, it depends on if you're like if i'm 15 years younger 20 years younger i'm staying and drinking the entire time tailgating with friends and then just walking to basketball okay if you're your age as now, an old man you're a middle-aged i'm probably like dude. doing a um finding a nice spot to eat dinner okay hit a tiebreakers or something back. and then coming back okay for hoops just curious how that would and i guess part of it might depend on when the baseball game ends yeah if they make quick work of the tar heels it would give you more time in between Let's say five twenty. You're but if it's there. nice weather, you may want to hang out and tailgate in the baseball lots. And if they win. if they win, if they you win, might want to keep wanna, the party going. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a. It will be like a regional like atmosphere. I feel like that day. Yeah. Especially if the Pirates are going in there undefeated, not to put any extra pressure on them. But wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. I'm thinking I would I would prefer to make it a whole day out of the complex. 
bring your food bring your drinks and just i'm with you have a i think once you're there you're there i think you need to plan ahead bring your rations and don't have to leave yeah that's what look that's why we're here we're putting this out there for you we've already thought this out for you yeah right we've done the work now you just enjoy you got to execute we're the yeah. coaches we've given you the game plan here's the playbook can you run the play right that's all right now asking. it's on you yes we've done all this we is can. see this is why coaches stress out yeah can they handle it we we've we've got it called yeah are they going to run the right play clip <laughs> uh let's take another break we'll come back uh, Kenny says, Troy, I feel your pain. My Cowboys are Super Bowl champions every year until the playoffs. Then next year comes out of my mouth. The difference is they were in the Super Bowl that year <laughs> and they were up 7 nothing after the first play. Yeah, they were actually big, there. Uh, Kenny, big difference. <laughs> you guys dream about being in the Super Bowl. This was a game they were actually in the Super Bowl. They were on the field in yeah. uniform. Ahead. Correct. Yeah. Don't compare the two, Kenny. (laughs) (laughs) Apples and oranges, my friends. Let's take a break. We'll come back. More to go. Hour one, Pirate Radio Live. Coming up, hour two, Coach Michael Perry. Name that sound. Hour three, The Weave. Billy Weaver and Jeff Nadeau. A big show here on a Thursday. Back with you with more after this. Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go-to IT expert since 2006 and are the local tech support experts for any of your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Thursday. Pirates, winners last night. And Menjis, we'll talk more about that with Michael Perry. He was on the call on the radio last night. He'll talk about the game. He'll also talk about uh, his friend, uh, Jeff Charles, coming up in about 20 minutes or so. We got Name That Sound coming up at around 425 if you're listening to our live edition. So stay tuned for that. Always fun when you play along at home. Billy Weaver will join us hour three. Jeff Nadeau, Barstool Sports, joining us hour three as well. Who's playing uh, Name That Sound today? Well, you know me and chandler okay everything's good all right cool I, you know i love it i just didn't uh, not an opportunity no problem but uh maybe next time i heard a rumor but i don't think it's true what's that i heard some about an injury to one of the competitors oh wow so it may be a but uh, i'm fine I, so i don't know what it could be a situation chandler they're having a press conference if you want all right, to go well let's to go it. live to the press conference can we well, look who's at the podium. What's it's our problem? own Chandler. What is going on? It's our own Chandler Honeycutt. <sighs> is there an opening statement here? Uh, hey, everybody. Um, just wanted to come up here and, and address the media. I know you guys have seen the rumors on social media, especially on Twitter, about you know an injury that I might have that it kind of developed last night. And uh, I'm not saying I'm not here to say that I'm not playing name that sound, but I am here to say that I am questionable for uh, the game today. Uh, 0 and 4. 
but I will. I did want to have the opportunity for the media to ask me some questions, so we'll we'll go with questions. Uh, Chandler Troy D, Pirate Radio, Greenville, North Carolina. Hey, Troy. Uh, good to see you. Appreciate you being here. Yes, sir. Uh, is the is the injury ego related or is it physical related? Good question. <sighs> I mean, I would say it's more physical because there is a little bit of a bother to it. There is some pain there. But it feels like there's a bunch of cotton balls in my left ear. And as you know, Troy, uh, by the way, thanks for being here. Um, that's inv- very important in the in the name that sound game is to be able to hear. And I'm having trouble with that uh, today. And, uh, I, I mean, we're go- look, we're going to see. Uh, we got, you know, we got first sound coming up in about – 30, 40 minutes. So. Well, uh, Chandler, I'd like a follow-up. Sounds like it's going to be a game-time decision. Uh, what caused this injury? Uh, to be honest, Troy, I don't know. I was going to bed last night, and uh, I remember – I don't know if you ever, you guys ever, like, hear that noise in your ear when you start to have, like, an ear infection where it's, it feels like there's something swashing back and forth. Um, and I was laying on my side, on this side of the ear, on my pillow, so I decided to go on the other side. And when I woke up this morning, I noticed that it got even worse. So, hmm. I mean, look, I, like I said, I'm not out of the game right now. It's just questionable. Um, but I, I only have a few uh, few more minutes for a couple more questions. Uh, Pirate Boy 69, Boneyard Banner. How you doing? I just want to say you suck, and we need to bring back Steve Logan. All right. Well, <laughs> look, no How comment. How did he get in a credentialed press conference? Why are you taking there? me away? Hey, get Put him out of down. here. Get him out of here, please, now. <laughs> bring is, back... This is for uh, credentialed media members Free only. Free Mexican hoes. All right, guys, that's all I have. Uh, we'll see you at 425 for Name That Sound. Mm-hmm. Wow, breaking news there with the impromptu press conference. I was glad I was able to cover that one. Good questions, yeah. Thanks for being there. Yeah. Kenny, uh, and this is how rumors get going. You hear one rumor, it turns into two, then three, then four. He says uh, Chandler hitting the transfer portal. You know, is this an excuse? Hmm as to maybe you're getting out of the game, you're getting out of the show, you're getting out of everything. Any Anything going on? No comment. <sighs> wow. <laughs> I played the fifth. All right. Well, I hope you're ready to play. I hope – and I don't – now I feel bad. Like, if you do beat me today, it would be a major upset. Look, yeah. If you know I win, what? it's or, like or, or are you setting up an excuse so Sandbag. if you lose again, this is the reason why? In fact, no. I actually – I was thinking about this this morning when I was having my morning coffee and, and, and started to discover the situation I had with my ear. I said, man, I said, it's game day. It's name that sound day. I said, now this could be a problem or I can turn this into an awesome story. I'm 0-4. I can make my first win and name that sound history. Clip has been beating me up for the past four weeks. This could be my flu game. This could be my Michael Jordan flu game Hmm. where I get my first win with an injury. And no, it's not an injury to a leg or an arm or, you know, it's actually something that has that you have to have in name that sound. You don't need that's your ability to hear. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm having that issue on one side of my head today. But yeah. guess what? Well, you may just have to play one ear. And guess what? That if I have to, that's fine, and that's motivating yeah. me to defeat the odds because I've had to try. I've had to try to uh, defeat the odds for the past four weeks. Other guys have to play hurt, so will you? And look, today I'm going to give it my all. I think even with one ear. I don't think you're injured. I think you're hurt. There's a difference. And guess what? I'm going to play. Okay, there we have it. I'm going to play. Oh, so you are going to play? 
Oh, I'm definitely playing. Oh, okay. I'll see you at 425. <laughs> All right. Did uh, did being in Minji's last night have an effect? Alex said it might have been too loud last night. I'm going to tell you what. There were that some could, moments there. There, I, there could be some moments last night that it could affect the way my ear is feeling today uh, because Minji's was rocking last have night. Have you gone swimming? Could it be swimmer's ear? Could it be a jellyfish uh, sting or anything? No. Okay. <laughs> a jellyfish sting. Because well, I, I saw what Kenny was recommending, so that's why I was asking that. Oh, well, uh, now I see. Yeah. Uh, can we read that on the. We can read that, right? Yeah. It's medical. Kenny says. If you Troy, have a jellyfish sting. Troy P. in Chandler's ear. No. Chandler, are you uh, open to that? <laughs> That's a weird request. No comment. Is your ear open to that? Is that like, you know how like you get stung by a jellyfish? My ear's always old? open. <laughs> that's, a, uh, that's the old tale. That's how yeah. You get rid of the sting. Austin said, how do we know someone didn't sabotage Chandler's ear during the night? Sounds like local politics to me. If you are now insinuating that I had something to do with this, you talking. are way off. Now we're talking. I now could we're... give him four more ears and he can't beat me in this game. Eargate. Eargate. <laughs> yeah. Eargate. Who's the best hearer in the world? Who's the best listener in the world? This is Eargate. I could give you that person's ears, and you still couldn't beat me. Mm, wow. Maybe he's going to need an ear transplant. I'm going I'm to bite your ear off. <laughs> Spinal. It's my ear. <laughs> Hearing. Kenny now saying that is he's correct. That is a jellyfish sting you do that for. Sorry, Troy. Do not pee in his ear. All right. So yeah. we're gonna put that back. Yeah. Let's keep that keep here that. on the medical MD section of the show. Keep that away. Um have you right. ever peed on a jellyfish sting? Negative. I have not been stung by a jellyfish since I was probably in camp, at camp in a, a in summer in like the eighties. But you I put peed on at camp. Well let's start. No, no, no. I put meat tenderizer on it back in the day in the eighties. You had a sting? I had a sting at Camp Seagull, like in the Noose River from Jellyfish. And they put meat tenderizer on it back in the 80s. I don't know if they still do that or not. I don't even know if meat tenderizer is still around. Hmm. No, I've never peed on a jellyfish sting. I have peed on several people in Detroit. <laughs> I, I like that you just started there. Like, I know you've uh, you peed on people before, but ever for a jellyfish sting? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never peed on anyone in any I circumstance. Know, look, I, 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 anything. I, I know you like peed that? on people, but have you gotten oh, weird and peed I on a jellyfish like thing? I know you didn't. Oh, I just found it funny. I think it just like, came out the wrong way. Now I'm going to ask, have you peed for a bee sting? <laughs> oh, you're just going to keep asking? No, I've bee never. Bee stings, uh, I used to, they used to put tobacco on my uh, – I remember when I was in Little League football, my coach literally always had uh, a, like a pinch of dip in his mouth. And he just put it right there and put a Band-Aid on it. Did it work? Yes, it did. I mean, there's a lot of home me- uh, methods like that. Home remedies. Yeah. It worked. I, w- I wonder how many worked, how many were placebo effect, how many were coincidence. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Those uh, old wives' tales. Uh, Conan says we need February 16th hearings on hearing. We need a hearing hearing. And John said something. And we can eat herring. Why we do it? John said something. I won't read. I'll let Troy read it if he would like to. What is but it? It's a, oh, is this on uh, YouTube? This is YouTube. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll leave that on. Yeah, we're going to keep it we'll classy. Make a management decision. Not yeah, let's, 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 let's just go to the YouTube page and read it. We'll keep it up there. Hey, let's class it up, people. It's not that kind of show. Yeah. Not that kind it's of not show. It's not getting ridiculous. We're talking medical things here. <laughs> 
uh kenny said god do we have to relive this moment in time i thought that happened when you called that shark a couple years back yeah you know that, First was, of all, that was like a decade ago that wasn't that long ago i think it was about like five years ago it had to be yeah. way longer than that i don't know it comes up on my memories every like memorial day weekend yeah um and it went viral it's probably one of the biggest stories we've ever had because it was before all the shark attacks this was the precursor to that clip a shark washed up on atlantic beach that the guy caught and then he like they dragged it back remember they took it back out somebody say shark so if, shark. if they would have kept that shark on the beach and not let it live maybe we wouldn't have had so many shark attacks later that summer in the next I year i do remember that summer yeah there were a lot remember like the jaws in real life yeah but that story went that was before all the attacks but it was such a unique story that the shark had been caught on the shore and it was a wild picture shark on the seashore i have you replying to a tweet regarding brian north on jimmy kimmel i don't know what the world that's about brian north on jimmy kimmel <laughs> but well, the story made it to kimmel okay and it was, the story was based on my post based on a true story yes the brian north story based on the life of troy d <laughs> um but yeah. i just want to yeah. point out the date is 2016 meaning yours was okay. 2015 so it feels we like five years ago what's the actual math on that uh eight okay but we split the difference yeah there. you said ten, it had to be ten, yeah. yeah but man time flies wow. i know i knew it had to be longer than ago? that holy yeah. mackerel i mean it seems like it was just not that long ago yeah it's crazy how like time is sometimes isn't it time is fleeting and then Prince was out there playing on the beach as you found the shark. It was uh, it was quite a moment. Uh, I haven't seen a shark in person since. Uh, have you ever seen one in person? Like not in a fish tank or aquarium. I'm I've, talking like at the beach, like in, in the real world. No. And I, I've been in a lot of ocean water. and But just you telling the jellyfish story and stuff like that, it does freak me out. And luckily, all the times I've been in well, the that water... Well, was, that was the Noose River. I yeah. don't see jellyfish that often in the Atlantic Ocean. Well, I'm just saying any body, body yeah. of water, whether it be river, lake, ocean, yeah. whatever's in there. I'm more freaked creepy. out by freshwater stuff, because I think that's where like snakes live. Yeah. Just gross things you can't see. Water moccasins. Yeah. yeah. I'll take man. my chances Watch in the ocean, man. Yeah. I, I just, you know, that's just me. Everybody's different. Swimming pools is probably the safest bet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> although i've seen some videos of some things getting in swimming pools but they're easy to see yeah that's the good thing you can, you can <laughs> be alerted to it quickly yeah yeah that brackish water you got to be careful that you do i'm not a fan of snakes all right well uh Are enjoy you? the beach by the way no i'm not a fan of snakes yeah. uh, i hate snakes can't stand them troy d we'll uh we'll talk god, to is you this again. hour gone by speaking of time yeah holy mackerel we're done oh my god for real no. i feel like i just sat down we talked hoops we had a press conference we did a lot this is fun man we got a, we got a lot accomplished stuff you have a like good weekend this hour i've got a big weekend coming up remember one of our own is getting married oh that's right that is yeah. right one of k-town's finest yeah. briley palooza yeah the, uh, pirate radio intern hall of fame yep yes briley uh i did the duet with briley on uh jeff lebo time of my life <laughs> there was that's right there was a uh not too long ago she was pictured um she was like with katie perry and had a picture with her i'm like she may roll up into the wedding for all i know didn't she do the was it the national anthem for like a trump convention or something long like she's ago. a legit singer oh, yeah. yeah she's got a great voice yeah yeah but uh so yeah i'll have a report next week she's getting hitched huh 
She is. I lost that bet. Off the market. Yeah. What was the bet? She never married? Didn't see her as the marrying type. Yeah. Saw her as the have fun type. Because when I knew her, she had well, a lot of and, fun. Uh, she still likes to have fun. She's yeah. going to be the have fun married type. Yeah. All right. You you can relate to that probably. That's both right? worlds, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Nick asked a great question as we go to break. Who is the, and this is the kind of thinkers I like out there. Who was the first person to get stung and decide getting peed on was the best option? I know that someone, a great question. I know someone Dave. had to do that and yeah. go, you know what? That took the sting out of it. Um, so next time you get stung, make sure you pee on it. Put some water on me. That didn't work. Put some beer on me. No, spit on me. That didn't work. Yeah. What do you got? What else right, you got? Pee on me quick. quick. <laughs> and look, and I know people that swear by that. Yeah. They swear by it for a jellyfish sting. They said if that happens, you like to put your urn on it. I've never done it, but I'm just going by what I've heard. All right, and we'll leave you with this. John says, watch out for those brain-eating amoebas in the water as well. I that's, do, that's a lot in fresh water. Now, I, Yeah, that's true. I did hear that the that's guy... That's in the lake. I did hear that the first guy that did it was European. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Even with an ear injury, the guy's coming out okay, strong. Okay, that deserved two of them. That was good. <laughs> My favorite thing about a Chandler joke is when he starts laughing before the punchline yeah. and he can barely get it out. Yeah. And I knew it was going to be good because he had already started oh, yeah. cracking up. He can't deliver it with a damn, but that was a good joke. He laughs at his jokes more than anybody. But that Chandler, good. that was good. That was good right there. All right, we'll take a break. We'll All see right. you, Troy. See you guys. And uh, come back. Michael Perry joins us when we return after this. to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. UBE has been an ECU tradition for over 50 years. Shop online anytime at PirateWear.com. UBE has the biggest and best selection of ECU sportswear and accessories for pirates of all ages. Every day is game day at UBE. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All right. I just saw East Carolina Baseball tweeted out the walk-up songs for the 2023 Pirates. Oh, nice. We will dissect this list at some point. We're going to get to Coach Perry here uh, in a second. But, Shirley, I'll go ahead and tell you that both you and I are going to be big fans of Nathan Chrisman when he comes out to Let Me Clear My Throat. Yes. All-time classic there. Yes, that is a great walk-up song. Uh, we've got a Tupac song. Ooh, ooh, give it to me. With a very good uh, intro right out of the gate. I won't deny it. I'm a straight rider. You know, da, da, beep, beep, beep. Uh, Ambitions as a rider will be Cam Burgess. And um, we'll hit on some other ones. Uh, here we go. Um, what Michael Jackson song will Josh Moylan be walking up to in 2023? Rock with you. Beat it. Thriller. Both incorrect. He's going with Billie Jean. Billie Jean. All right. So uh, we'll go through those songs. I'll, Jam would be another one, too. That would be a great Jam. walk-up song. I like what I see uh, out of the gate from the 2023 Pirates. So ECU Ooh, baseball. Criminal. Subject to change. Any, are you okay? 
Sorry. Chandler, are you okay? And more importantly, Shirley, are you okay? I'm We've good. got injured ear and nosebleed in Studio <laughs> B. Yeah, I, I don't know what happened. I, I'm prone to snow, uh, snow bleeds. Mm. Those snow bleeds are the worst. Man, they I are. Hate the snow bleeds. Yeah, the, um, I, I'm prone to nosebleeds in the winter when the air gets really, really dry and cold. How and do you feel about yellow snow? I'm not a fan. Okay. Um, but uh, anyway, I hadn't had one in a few weeks, and I was taking a bathroom break during the, the commercial, and I felt my nose kind of running a little bit. So I said, well, let me go blow my nose. And, well, somebody turned the faucet on. And uh, next thing I know, I had a nosebleed, and it was a pretty significant one. So uh, I'm good now. And, uh, next thing I know, what, what is going on? Can't stop a nosebleed. Not just Phil. Phil Gray. Poetic justice. We know we are a much better team than we came up and represented ourselves. And we are, we're pissed off. We're just ready to come back and show what kind of defense, what type of team this was, what kind of character we had. We take a lot of slack. People gave us no chance. Like, we barely made it in the playoffs. We're a good football team. It looks like this team played with anger all day. Why, Bart? For all you non-believers, disrespect us. Talk crap about the defense like we ain't the third best defense in the league. All we hear is about their defense. They can't stop a nosebleed. Uh, That's what I was waiting for. Is that the can't wait? Can't stop a nosebleed. Yeah. That is Bart I Scott. I could not stop a nosebleed at this point. But Does he say can't it's wait It's tapered off yes. a little bit. Can so. you wait for it? 25th in the league, and we're the one to get disrespected. Congratulations. See you in Pittsburgh. Can't wait. That was an all-time classic. South Palantonio? Yep, South Palantonio. One of my celebrities. ESPN. One of my, <laughs> that was very good. That was one of my celebrity meets uh, in, in Charlotte. Him and Ron Jaworski. You have the meets? Him and Jaws. Sal Pal uh, was a pirate radio guest on Live at Five back in the day. Yes, I remember that very well. Best celebrity meet I've had was uh, Bambi. No? Here we go. <laughs> No? No. Huh? Nope. You like deer meat? Is that a joke? I thought it was going to be a punchline. I said no. he had the uh, meat. So. I don't know if I've Is had, that the meat? Though? I think I've had deer meat. I've had deer jerky. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. Uh-uh. All right. Let's, uh, let's get to Coach Perry, Michael Perry, uh, who was on the call last night. Magical night in Minji's Coliseum, and he joins us to talk about that and uh, talk about his friend and broadcast partner, Jeff Charles. Coach Perry, appreciate your time on the show today. How you doing today? I'm doing great. All is great. Yes, sir. Uh, it's it's great to have you on today, coming off a of Pirate Victory and a night where uh, we honored the voice, uh, our friend Jeff Charles. And, Coach, uh, <laughs> I, I heard uh, a few people say it, that it felt like Jeff had something to do with that win last night, just a come-from-behind victory it looked like it was going to be a loss, and uh, the Pirates came through, and it was just uh, it was it was just a special night, one we'll never forget. Yeah, absolutely. It, it was really special, and then against against the opponent, um, it, it just a lot of things just lined up, and uh, you know, you know, on special nights, you uh, you like everything to line up, the stars, the moon, everything lines up accordingly, and it did. And I think it had to be that way in order to be able to pull out a really tough victory to be down. 15, 16 points in the second half against a really good Cincinnati basketball team. Uh, it, was, it was an amazing night. 
Coach, uh, you uh, have a relationship uh, with The Voice, and, and you were here uh, for a long time as an assistant coach, taking over as the interim head coach. So you had that relationship then, and then these past couple of seasons uh, doing games with Jeff. Uh, I, you know, I've talked to you about it, talked to Jeff about it, how I've enjoyed y'all's chemistry, and uh, and Jeff has talked about how good of a job you've done, and I know uh, your relationship got even closer. So, how about your uh, your words, your thoughts on on the man Jeff Charles that uh, you were able to to be friends with and, and call those games with? You know, I, and, and not to, I don't want to be too deeply spiritual, but I am a, I am a spiritual man and. There's a scripture um, that just comes to mind. He who calls himself a friend must first show himself friendly. And Jeff embodied that. I mean, to know Jeff, uh, I, I mean, you had to become a friend with him. I mean, to meet him, you instantly become a friend with Jeff Charles. It's just who he is. Yeah. He certainly showed himself a friend, so it was easy for you to become a friend with him. Uh, just just in holistically, that's who he was. He was a really good guy, a very friendly guy, a very warm guy, uh, easy guy to get to know. And, uh, and, and and I guess as you get to know him, he becomes even more transparent. And having a relationship that I did with him, I mean, there were so many different things that we talked about. Uh, it's athletics outside of athletics, just in life. And I'm just fortunate to have that time with him. And his voice, uh, his smile, and uh, the memories for will be with me throughout my life, as it will be for all the many people that have a chance you know, to be touched by him. Yeah, thank you for, uh, for sharing that, Coach. Michael Perry joining us on the Pirate Radio Live Line. They won it for The Voice last night. And, man, so many heroes uh, in the game last night. But R.J. Felton there in the second half, they kept going to him, isolation. And even outside of the offense, I, I, I highlighted some of these plays, Coach. The, the play where he gets that offensive rebound, kind of out leaps out muscles a guy gets the layup coach Schwartz said that was a real energy builder in the second half and then that play he made on defense where he he jumps up he the the player has inside position on him he's able to create a turnover a big turnover for the pirates and then of course that save at the end of the game he was superman uh last night for ecu and uh, he's just so fun to watch out there that's what you want to see your uh your players do make what we call winning play uh, plays that don't necessarily reflect in the stat sheet. And there were so many of those last night. And I think that effort, uh, I think, catapulted the, the, the Pirates last night. I mean, that team was playing better than them early. They were shooting the ball better. But they weren't playing harder than the Pirates. And, uh, and, and the Pirates were winning constantly all the 50-50 balls. They were coming up with them, and it just it, they just continued to fight and chip away, and that you know that was kind of that embodied the entire game. I remember a play where R.J. Felton was he was actually on his back, and Felton <laughs> down was on his back. Yeah, and the two Cincinnati players you know immediately went to him, and and, and I just just out of nowhere he just kind of he wouldn't let him get a jump ball or snatch the ball from him with his physicality, even though he was on his back. And then he passed it to Ezra, who actually got a three-point play. So it went from what should have been a turnover and certainly would have been a transition opportunity for Cincinnati. It ended up being a three-point play for the Pirates. Those were winning plays. There was one where Brandon Johnson actually got an offensive rebound and got fouled once the line and made the free throw. But the offensive rebound was kept live by uh, Luigi. 
who yeah. does that often, and it doesn't get reflected in a stat sheet, but he keeps it alive. He tips it or gets a hand on it and keeps it alive for his teammates to get. All little plays were going to play, uh, what we call winning plays that happened last night. And uh, it, it, when you get an accumulation of those, typically you put yourself in a position to win a game, and that's what happened last night. Yeah, Coach, I said a couple weeks ago, we need somebody there keeping up with how many times Luigi gets his hand on a ball that leads to an extra possession, an extra bucket, um, and he just does those little things. And he was a, a great, great energy guy last night for East Carolina. Uh, the last time, uh, the last game Jeff called, uh, we saw some great offensive performances, and he gave the player the game to Jaden Walker. Uh, because of his contributions, not really scoring, but the other things he did. And, boy, last night he was great again, Coach. Uh, getting to the basket, scoring inside five of seven from the uh, floor last night uh, with ten points. But he uh, he's had back-to-back good games. Ezra's had three games in a row. You, you're starting to see some of these guys really come along uh, on this team. Yeah, you know, but Ezra, I'll speak with him really quickly because we're freshman. I was talking to a friend of mine uh, who's at a, a, another program, and, it was talking about the struggles of, of, of their freshmen. And, uh, and, I, and I told them, typically with freshmen, uh, they trend, they're trending upwards, the good ones, the ones that are special. They start trending in a really good direction as the season goes on. And then they hit a wall. And then after that, after they hit that wall, they seemingly start trying to level off and get back to trending in the right direction. Sometimes that happens at the very end of the season of a conference tournament. You would like for it to happen then. And it kind of... It carries over in some of them, you know, their all season and then into the sophomore year. And, uh, and if that was what we kind of saw with him. He, it was trending in the right direction. He hit a wall about a month ago. In fact, his minutes went down considerably. And, and Coach even talked about it. You know, he, his attention to detail, his preparation were things that were keeping him off the floor, even though he had been playing big minutes. And then he started figuring it out. He hit that wall, and he's bounced back, and he's playing at a really high level right now, which is great. Because, you know, you're doing it in a really good league. Uh, Jaden Walker was terrific against SMU. Uh, he played almost the entire game. Uh, didn't have a lot of turnovers. Really ran the team. He, it was a, a, sometimes, and again, this is something that doesn't get reflected in the stat sheet. It was a, a, a calm uh, a, an effect that he gives to the team. Uh, he doesn't get a rattle. Your point guard's a little rattled or out of sync or, or you know, who's somewhat disgruntled out there. He's yelling at guys. It kind of unnerves your team. You need a calming force out there, and he's been that. Certainly on the defensive end, a lot of times. Well, he's certainly the probably best perimeter defender that the Pirates have, but he's a lockdown defender. He's not turning the basketball over. He's making the right plays, and he's finding a way to get to the basket. Uh, Early transition was where the Pirates had a lot of success last night's point, early offense, we call it. Maybe not necessarily the fast break, but the offense right after the fast break. He found scoring opportunities in those situations, which was terrific for him to be able to get to the basket and get uh, some easy layups. Breaking it down with Coach Michael Perry today on Pirate Radio Live. You mentioned, uh, talked about some of the rebounding last night. I remember a chat with you early in the season, Coach, uh, and, and asking, you know, is is rebounding just going to be an issue in 2023 for this team? And uh, they were fighting, clawing last night. How about out-rebounding Cincinnati 46-27? to That's incredible. You talked about the offensive rebound uh, for the Pirates last night uh, and the way they were able to do it with uh, with 19. So that is, uh, that's a eye-popping stat right there against a, a big physical Cincinnati team. Yeah, I mean, they had nine offensive rebounds at about the 10-minute 10, 10 mark of the first half 
which even though Cincinnati was up, I know that was very concerning to West Miller, very concerning. And at the end of the night, uh, you're playing against a team and uh, you were up 16 and you end up losing the basketball game and they had 19 offensive rebounds. He is furious, I can tell you that. I mean, that's, that's a number you never want to see. Uh, you don't want to see 10 offensive rebounds, but to see 19 offensive rebounds, I mean, that just speaks to a team just, I mean, to put it mildly, and I hear a coach talking about this is going to have to be an, an important factor going into this game. They got chumped. I mean, just, I mean, if I'm the coach, I'm just telling the guys, these guys chumped us tonight. And that's something that they're going to have to work on to build upon because other teams are going to see it as well. But, like, uh, Coach was talking about this a couple of days prior to practice that we got to go at this team. We got to compete with this team. We got to punch this team in the mouth. We got to chump this team. And that's what the Pirates did last night. So even though the shots weren't going, they were actually bringing the fight to them. East Carolina will be back home on February 25th. That's going to be an awesome Saturday here in Greenville. East Carolina baseball will face North Carolina that afternoon, and then Houston will be in Menchie's Coliseum. But, Coach, uh, until then, uh, you, I guess you, you got that suitcase ready, right? You got at SMU this weekend on Sunday at Tulsa on Tuesday. So you'll be a, a traveling man here these next few days. Yeah, traveling man, uh, I, I like some of the cities you're going. I mean, Dallas is a great, great town, obviously. And I've got a couple of restaurants, and I'm looking forward to grabbing when I get there. Uh, but we want to get a couple of wins. Tulsa's a nice place to go, and but it's a better place. Every location is a better place you can go in and get a win. You know, we beat these teams at home. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be tougher on the road. I was talking to somebody the other day, and they said, well, uh, we beat those two teams on the road. Believe me, we're going to have a dogfight with both of those teams away. No doubt. Coach, uh, are you, do you have a, a meeting schedule with Jerry Jones and Mike McCarthy uh, to talk about some things when you're in Dallas? Yeah, I mean, we had a really good year this year. We, <laughs> we didn't just to the Super Bowl, but we had a great year. and uh, We went further in the playoffs than we did the year before. So uh, it, it'll be time to get together with the Cowboy Nation. <laughs> maybe, I, maybe, maybe try to find some members of the 88 Club. And uh, try to hang out with those guys somewhat. Yeah, that could be fun, depending on which members those are. Huh? Michael Irvin knows how to go, have a good time, I think. Uh, Michael Perry joining us here on Pirate Radio Live. Uh, Coach, thank you for your time. Uh, keep up the great work, and uh, appreciate you joining us to talk about the game and, and also to, to talk about Jeff Charles. Uh, it's been a, a rough week in the Pirate community. But, man, uh, it's amazing what, what sports can do, uh, right, Coach? I mean, it can change people's lives. It can bring people joy. I, I watched that game with uh, my parents last night, and uh, it was great to have some smiles after a tough week. You know, I, I'll leave you with the famous words of Jeff Charles, painted purple, they did it last night. Yes, they did. Michael Perry joining us today here on Pirate Radio Live. And uh, great to talk to uh, Coach Perry one day after the big victory over the Cincinnati Bearcats. Brandon Johnson leading the way, scoring for the Pirates last night with 16 points. Uh, hit two of five from three and uh, needed both of those. The uh, Pirates ended up hitting six three-pointers last night as a team. RJ hit a big one. In the second half, Quentin DeBunje had a couple of them. Ben Baela hit one of his seven three-point attempts. R.J. Felton had 15. He was awesome in the second half. 14 and 14 for Ezra, his third straight game where he has played well. Quentin DeBunje had 13 points, and Jaden Walker had 10 for the Pirates last night. More big minutes from Luigi DeBo. Coach Perry talked about it there. 
as he once again just gets his hands uh, on the ball, taps it to a teammate, taps it out of bounds off an opponent, just does those dirty, those little things. Chandler said earlier that he made his 10 minutes count last night, and uh, he certainly did with four points and uh, two rebounds for Luigi Debo also blocked a shot. Uh, just a, a great game all around, a lot of fun in Minji's Coliseum. All right, let's take a break. When we return, name that sound. Chandler Honeycutt playing playing Hurt. Shirley Rhodes hosting Hurt. Everything lining up for an easy Clip Rock victory today. But crazier things have happened. East Carolina's come back from a 16-point deficit in the second half to Cincinnati. Could Chandler Honeycutt pull the upset today on Pirate Radio Live. If his mic doesn't work, he's going to have real trouble. Oh, I'm fine, by the way. Oh, Uh, good. Yeah, I didn't hear you all ago, but anyway. I'm trying to build up some dramatics here. In the words of Michael Perry, we'll see. Let's see. Uh, We'll see. We'll see. And we will see, and we will hear when we return after this. listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Hey, Pirate Nation, Integrity Home Mortgage is here. If you're looking to purchase a home, contact Talbot Green, Braxton Green, and Joanne Weir today. The Integrity Home Mortgage team offers over 30, uh, excuse me, 50 years of experience and is committed to providing you with the superior customer service you deserve before, during, and after your real estate transaction. To get started, contact Talbot Green, Braxton Green, or Joanne Weir, Integrity Home Mortgage, Pirates Supporting Pirates. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Thursday. It is indeed Thursday. It is the second hour of a Thursday program. And that means it is time for another edition of Name That Sound. Come on in. Sit right down. Take a guess. And name that sound. Turn that frown upside down. Because it's time. But name that sound. Now, here's the host of Name That Sound, Miss Shirley Rose. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate the uh, intro, as always. Pretty, pretty, pretty. It's growing on me. It's growing on me. Welcome in to Name That Sound. And uh, the rule is easy. I play a sound. You got to guess what it is. Our contestants, the undefeated Clip Brock, at uh, we're at 4 0 now. Yeah. I believe so. I think we need to start doing our own our own intros. And you introduce us to the show. Oh Lord. And we get our own themes and pyro. And you announce who's here. We'll have some lights going on and off. 
Ladies and gentlemen, hailing from Winterville, North Carolina, a graduate of D.H. Conley High School, Mr. Clip Rock. All right. All right. And our lovable loser, he's like the Cubs of the radio. Oh, he went there. Hailing from <laughs> Rollsville, Clinton, Salemburg. Salemburg, somewhere in Sampson County. By the way, it's Roseboro, not Roseville. Uh, Roseboro, wherever. <laughs> Out in the boondocks, he was raised on the farm. Mr. Mr. FFA Chandler Honeycutt. For those about to suck, we, we salute you. you. Uh, right. Can I shake your hand? Yeah, 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 Pretty yeah. Let's, uh, gentlemen, meet you. Shake middle. hands. Meet in the middle. Before we get started, once again, these sounds are uh, sounds that can be from anything. I tend to want to go with pop culture, but every once in a while, I like to mix things up just to make it difficult on the guys. All right, y'all, y'all done? Yeah, we okay. had to have a All good talk. Right. Okay. About All right. Something. Well. Okay. Here we go. We are ready for round one of name that sound. Let's uh, put our headphones on. Clip. Make sure you're not looking at the YouTube. Oh feed. yeah. I'll uh, I'll put it on uh, ECU women's basketball schedule. That'll be great. All right. Here we go with sound <clears throat> number one. A dog? You are incorrect, sir. Is it a hog? Is it from Star Wars? No, no, and it's not from Star Wars. Is it a uh, Jabberwocky? No, no. No. They dance. One one more time. Mm. Man, that's a tough one. I wasn't going to make it easy on you guys this week. All right. I like it. You're off to a good start. I like uh, difficulty level. I love One more time. One more time. Man. Is um, the only audio recording of a real Sasquatch? That is incorrect. Okay. Chandler, would you venture a guess? Some sort of wild. I know you said hog while ago, so I was just going to guess wild boar. That is also incorrect. Don't let me close. Give me Whitney. One more dog. Man, to start the game off, we have nothing. All right. Well, then here's a clue. It doesn't count. So if you guess it, it doesn't count because you've already given it up. But uh, it's Chandler's spirit animal. Oh, is it a, a baboon? baboon? That is correct. <laughs> it's a baboon. That's what a baboon sounds like. That is like. what a baboon sounds like. And you know what? I've heard Chandler sometimes when he's thinking, oh, oh, oh. Chandler, what was the score last night? 
<laughs> That's good, Shirley. All That's right. Good. All right. Here we go. Austin. Austin's a real funny guy. What's that? Sounds like Clip having a wild night with the wife. <laughs> Austin, stop it. <laughs> oh, you're crazy. Is this the same Austin that almost lost his marriage? Yeah, how about you focus on your marriage, bro? Yeah, I know. All right, here we go. Uh, excuse me, sound number two. This might be a little easier. Oh, no, she didn't. Family Guy. He got it right. He said Peter Griffin. I said Family Guy. Yeah. Wow. Peter Griffin. I mean... Not to go. Oh no, she did. Not to go gully here, but Ty, Ty, <laughs> Ty, Ty. I will give both of you a point because you yeah, were both. A I, I'm cool with that, Ty, because it is from the show Family Guy, and it was Peter Griffin. So I will give you both a point. So and I just wanted the record to show how nice. And that's why I respect I you. Yeah, I, that, that's exactly why I respect you right there. Thank you. All right. What a guy. Next sound. Hey, Ten thousand years. Oh, that Robin Williams. Such a cricket. Uh, Aladdin. Aladdin. He got it. He is correct. Chandler, you know why I respect you? You are the best alley oop man in the business. <laughs> you just toss it right and you know up. What? For and me. I say he got it. I, I literally go Robin Williams. You're like Aladdin. I'm like he got it. We're just while it is correct that it is Robin Williams. I was looking for Aladdin. It's just soft toss. Hey. Because I would not have got it, I don't think, until you served it up for me. Here's a, uh, a little tidbit, if you did not already know that. Robin Williams does over 100 and I think 20 different impersonations of people in that movie. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Anyway, here we go. Next up. one. Lightsaber, Star Wars. You are correct, sir. I still had a whole new world in my mind. <laughs> Don't you dare close your eyes. What's the score? 2-2. Two, 2-2. Two. Two, two. Here's the last song for round one. Uh, Indiana Jones. He is correct. Oh, buddy. <laughs> Come on in. That's it right now. Jam has got this all round. <laughs> Chandler has the lead. It is three to two. Upset alert. <laughs> All right, here we go. Round two. Batman. Clip that's got the, it. That's the Adam West Batman. Hey. Clip, Clip got it. Relax over there. Don't get cocky. All right, next sound. Hey, Dad. Uh, so, um. Uh, uh, white girls and living color nope. white chicks <laughs> and living color clip is correct it yeah. is in living color uh, damon waynes damon waynes is one yep. of them mm-hmm. yeah god i yeah. said white chicks and damon and Wayne's maybe keenan ivory waynes was the other i might be wrong no there. it's uh his last name is greer oh david allen greer david allen greer so, yeah uh the name of the skit was men on film hated it yeah hated it so, score three. is now four to three. Clip in the lead. Next sound. I just got two in a row, Chandler. Just like that? Yep. Man. All right. <clears throat> Jeff Charles. You are correct. Yeah. That is a Jeff Charles. That is a. All right. Oh, Jeff man. Charles in sports breaks in the morning where he. All right. Coming down in three, three two, two, one. one. 
Yeah, Jeff always cleared his throat before he recorded well done, anything. Clearly. Gosh. So I said, I, I was like, I've well. Heard <clears throat> I've heard that a lot. Yeah. So yeah. We, we've heard that in, you know, in the 20 years that I've been here. It's it, well, All right, Shirley, be, coming down in three, two, one. Go. <clears throat> all right, here we go. <laughs> He'd say. he go, here's the first one. Yep. He'd say, I've got two. All right, Chandler, I've got two sports breaks, and then I have four from the booths for this month. Here we go. <clears throat> yep. Very good. Five to three is your score. We'll play this sound, and then we'll take a quick break. Now, this one's going to be tricky because, unfortunately, I could not find a very clean cut. So, it may sound like something. It may sound like one thing, but it's actually another. Uh, The Wicked Witch. Incorrect. Gremlin. You are correct. Wow. Look at you over there. I tried to find one of Gizmo, but it was there was too much music, and he was so cutesy sounding and i was just like it was just Is the name of the movie gremlin gremlins gremlins creep yeah. me out yeah i loved gremlins okay we got time for one more so right. let's do one more we'll finish out this round we'll take a break i'm entirely sure you're entirely sure what i'm suggesting mm. uh double z- double o zero james bond incorrect I shall play it again. I, I, was I was about to lay that up for you. Double O zero? Double zero seven? <laughs> it's double O seven, by the way. What's your agent number? Double zero seven four. It's, it's zero, zero, zero. But call me double O zero. <laughs> I'm entirely sure you're entirely sure what I'm suggesting. Star Trek? Incorrect. Who is that? Walter Cronkite. I'm entirely sure. I'm entirely sure you're entirely sure what I'm suggesting. Ah. Uh. Man. Uh. And Walter Cronkite is incorrect, by the way. I know you threw that guess out. Uh, Jurassic Park or... Um, I know it's not that. I'm just saying words. No. Um, I'm entirely sure you're entirely sure what I'm suggesting. Ooh. Willy Wonka. That's a good guess, but incorrect. I feel like this is going to be like a big movie or like something we should know. I'm entirely I'm sure. sure. I'm entirely sure you're entirely sure movie? what I'm suggesting. What I'm suggesting. No. Uh, is it, is it, is it Sean Connery? No. Oh. No, Sean Connery's <laughs> voice is a little. Sure, sure. I'm entirely your sure you're entirely sure what I'm suggesting. What I'm suggesting. Not to what your mother said last night. You said uh, Michael Resco? <laughs> that would be incorrect. I'm entirely sure. I'm entirely sure you're Shane. entirely sure what I'm suggesting. Shane Carter and Justin Hardy. Do it again. I, I, that name, that is going to I'm entirely kill. sure you're entirely sure what I'm suggesting. Man, uh, Watson, um, Sherlock Holmes. Incorrect, but great guess. I thought I had something there. Do it again. One more time. I'm entirely sure you're entirely sure what I'm suggesting. Ah, inspector something um inspector gadget no <laughs> um I, i'm i'm out i'm tapping chandler i have nothing got nothing all right I have nothing, nothing. that would be guys going to, i'm gonna hate this Tyrion. Oh, from yeah. Game of Thrones. Yeah, I am stupid. Man. I'm entirely sure you're entirely sure what I'm suggesting. 
Yeah. Man. And you even hear the bells in the background. Yeah, you were yeah. a big Game of Thrones guy, I weren't know. You? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, hey, you watch that show all the time, right? <laughs> okay, Mr. Billy poking, Madison. I'm just poking a little fun. <laughs> I'm just saying. Hey, you, uh, you used to watch that every Sunday, right? I did get a Billy Madison one wrong, right? Or was that Oh, you tanked that I one. Know. The gibberish thing. Yeah, I know. I'm entirely sure. I'm entirely sure. Did you Man. know exactly what I'm suggesting? Yeah, I, that's tough, but now obviously I hear it once you say well, it. Well, I had to be careful because I didn't want to pull a quote that would be all too familiar, so I had to be careful. Chan, the uh, Redbeard's got a meme. Yeah. Um, white arm, black arm coming in for a handshake. Chandler, Patrick Mahomes, faking injuries to trick opponents. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well done, well done. What's the score? The score is currently five to four. Clip holding on to a very narrow Man, margin. We got us the ball game. We have one more round to go, plus the bonus round. So we'll be back in just a couple of minutes, right here on Pirate Radio Live on Name That Sound. Entirely sure. Entirely sure. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Fifth Street Hardware Restaurant and Tap Room is your favorite place in downtown Greenville for lunch, dinner, or drinks with friends. Fifth Street Hardware serves lunch and dinner Tuesday through Sunday, plus brunch starting at 10.30 on Saturdays and Sundays. Follow Fifth Street Hardware Restaurant and Tap Room on Instagram for the latest events and specials. Fifth Street Hardware Restaurant, right beside the State Theater in downtown Greenville. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Thursday. We're playing Name That Sound. Coming up, Hour 3, we will talk to Billy Weaver. Talk some Pirate Hoops. Uh, he'll give his memories of the voice Jeff Charles, who he worked with alongside uh, for many years. And also, Jeff Nadeau will join us to get you ready for tonight's college basketball action. We'll recap the festivities in Minji's last night as well. So, a big hour three on the way. But right now, we've got a game to decide, and we've got a tight one going here as we enter round three. That's right, uh, Clip. You are hanging on to a one-point lead over Chandler heading into uh, round three. Five to four is your score. So let's go ahead and get started. Here is your sound. Grinch. No. What'd you say? Grinch. I said Grinch. Okay. Oh, he's correct. Yeah. Uh-uh. That is the scene where Drew Barrymore, little Drew Barrymore, discovers E.T. for the very first time and freaks out. Elliot. All righty. We have a tie ball game. Did you say Grinch? Grinch. Tie? Hi. Tie? Next sound. PlayStation. Dreamcast. Incorrect. 
Xbox 360. No. Xbox One. It is not a game. I know that. It's Sony. It's, um... Pen- What's that last whip? That <laughs> That's, um... Baby Got Back. <laughs> DVD. Dolby. Blu-ray. Dolby. Incorrect. Oh, man. I thought I had Blu-ray. Pentium. Uh, Prosta. Pen- Pentium. Prosta what? No. Pa- Pasta. Pasta Primavera. <laughs> Um, Mazda, Nissan. Ooh. It is not a vehicle. Okay. It's a type of electric company. Uh, GE. Incorrect. LG. Incorrect. USA. T-Mobile. Of which we've already had. These are sounds we've never had before. Remember? I- I don't. I try not. The, the first part sounds familiar, but that last little whipping at the end. Shirley, can I say that when like, like Alex Trebek wouldn't argue with the contestants? Could you please show some cooth, <laughs> some civilization, some civilization? Be civil. Suck it, Trebek. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it, Trebek. Uh, it's one of my favorite skits of all time. What is this? Carvana. <laughs> Tesla. <laughs> you said it's not a vehicle. It is. <laughs> Dang it! Oh, we're still saying it. <laughs> Tesla. No. Um, I'll play it one more time. HBO Max. Incorrect. Hulu. Incorrect. Oh. Amazon Prime. Fubu. <laughs> Fubu. 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 Show me Fubu. <laughs> Fubu is a brand of clothing. For us, by us. Um, Are you thinking of Tubi? Is that what you're thinking a, of? There's a, there's a Fubo or something. <laughs> Flow, oh. Flow Sports. <laughs> Flow Sports. UNCW Flow Sports. No. Uh, I, I have nothing. I'm tapping well. out. Yeah. All right. This is going to hurt. Come on, This is going to really hurt. Maybe because you never really have the sound on when you do it, but that is the sign-on sound for YouTube TV. I know this sound very well because that's you what I have at home. Josh Thomas got it. Josh said YouTube TV. <laughs> We still have a tie ball oh, game. Oh my gosh. We were going through streaming ser- services too. I know, and I didn't want to say streaming service because I felt like I would give it away. So. Man. Because there's only so many streaming services. I wouldn't services. give it away because I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Next sound. <laughs> I thought you were um, trying to lose weight. Oh! Uh, uh, no, Stacy. Harley. Adam Sandler. And uh, Dwayne uh, uh, Spade. Name the skit. I'm looking mall for girls. Hey, mall. Get off me! I'm starving. They're at the mall. The get off me! I'm starving. Starving. Yes, but I'm looking for the name of the skit. Stacy. Um. Something. Valley girls. Incorrect. Mall girls. <laughs> Incorrect. I you were um, trying to lose weight. Lay off me! I'm starving. It was. They were named after a store in the mall. 
Gap girls. Gap. That would be that. The Gap girls. <laughs> I thought you were um, trying to lose weight. Lay off me. I'm starving. <laughs> Adam Sandler broke in that skit. It was great. Wow. That's tough, Chandler. Sorry about that, Chandler. It's one of my favorite ones of all time. All right. All right. I'll here we it. go. We've got two more sounds left in this round, and then we have the bonus sound. Here we go. That is Jurassic Park. Incorrect. That is a uh, Transformers. Nope. Um, Incorrect. (laughs) We we say the same stuff every week. Um, Okay, that is some sort of gun going off. Okay, that is um, Independence Day. Nope. Hmm. That is um, Iron Man. Ooh. He is correct. Yes! Yes! We have yet another time. Iron Man. (laughs) Good pull there. That is the blasters. Wow. That's good. Tie ball game. I can't even hate on that. I can't even hate on that. It is six I, all, I, guys. I, you can't hate on that. I ain't hate wow. on that. Wow. We got ourselves a ball game here. Uh, all right. Here's the last sound for oh the round. God. The pressure. Inconceivable. You keep using the horn. I don't think it means what you think it means. Not your Libre. Incorrect. Oh, God. Hold on. Everybody, I'll play it again. Everybody, time out. Stop talking. Uh, you want a time out? <laughs> no. Okay. All right. All right. I will play it again. Oh. Inconceivable. You keep using the horn. I don't think it means what you think it means. Oh, my goodness. What? Do it again. Play it again. Inconceivable. You keep using the horn. I don't think it means what you think it means. Inconceivable. One more time. Inconceivable. You keep using the horn. I don't think it means what you think it means. You are absolutely going to kick yourself if you... Stop. Hammer time. In the name of love. <laughs> Inconceivable. You keep using that word. Inconceivable. You keep using the word. I don't think it means what you think it means. He says, I'm not going to tell you what no, he's saying. Word. He says you keep using that word. Inconceivable. You keep using the word. I don't think it means what you think it means. That 70s show. Incorrect. Although that would have been a cool guess because that does sound a little bit like Fest. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Chandler, you venture a guess? Can you play again? Sure. Inconceivable. You keep using the horn. I don't think it means what you think it means. That inconceivable voice is really trying to... I know. I've, I've heard that. Parks and Rec... Three amigos. Incorrect. Inconceivable. You keep using the horn. I don't think it means Hangover? what you think it means. No, and we're going to have to hurry up and wrap this up. So, uh, Let's just go to the bonus. All right, well, that was from The Princess Bride. See, uh, never seen it. I, I would have never got that. Oh, it's the scene where... Uh, that Anne Hathaway in that? But you know no, what? No, it had Andre the Giant in it. Was that the voice of uh, Carrie... No, the inconceivable Ooh. was the guy named uh, Vinzini. Oh. Um, I forget. He's a character actor. You, as soon as you see him, you, you've seen him before. 
um, Andre the Giant was in the movie, and also right. um, Mandy Pintinkin, whatever, whatever oh, yeah. his name is. From uh, he's the he's Criminal the Spanish Mind. guy that's talking in that. Anyway, all right. For all the Inconce- marbles, In- inconceivable was supposed to be the giveaway. <clears throat> so, dig giveaway, dig. Ladies and gentlemen, the bonus sound. The bonus sound is actually our tiebreaker. <gasps> for the first time for in the history. first time and name that sound we have a tie ball game so whoever gets this wins gentlemen are we ready we'll be right back after this no I'm just kidding. No. we do need to take a break yeah we do need to take should a break we, but no no we, no should we you what do you want to do here should we let it let it yeah let's, let's marinate on it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's take a break. we'll be right back right oh after this We'll be back with the with the decider. The, the finale. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light, reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Be sure to visit one of ECU graduate Brandon Tate's U.S. Cellular locations and experience the highest standard of customer service. The purpose of the Atlantic Wireless Store experience is to inform, illuminate, and inspire. Find the location near you at AtlanticWireless.com. Atlantic Wireless, we go beyond the call. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is Clip Rock. Got Billy Weaver coming up in just a moment. Got Jeff Nadeau on tap as well, but some business to take care of before we get there we got to finish our game of name that sound we have gone into overtime and shirley Rhodes uh, has served up quite a game for us today we've got a few we've been stumped on a few and it all comes down to one final sound you are correct this is your bonus sound aka tiebreaker because the score is tied at six apiece. So the first one that gives me what I'm looking for wins this round. Could Chandler no longer be known as Owen? We'll find out. Here's your sound. Oh, could Jurassic Park? No. <laughs> I'll play it for Twister. you. You are correct. Hit the music! <laughs> Clip rock rules. Congratulations. Clip pulls out another one. It was a hard-fought game, Chandler. You did very, very well. But once again, you are getting closer and closer to the mountaintop. You I want to jump him. off that mountaintop. <laughs> you forced, uh, you know, a an excellent, an excellent game, and having to force a tiebreaker that was 
That was great gameplay. I look forward to next week and seeing what we do next. You know, what you do next. But I commend you for trying to push him off the ledge, but not quite doing it. Why are you talking to this loser so much? Let's celebrate <laughs> the winner here. Because yeah, he's y'all the celebrate loser. And I'm gonna, y'all celebrate, and I'm going to do the Stefan Diggs and watch the celebration. <laughs> <laughs> Shirley, uh, great job by you. Thank you. That was Thank a great you. game. Great game. Chandler? You know what? Uh, you put me to the test today. You 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 gave me a challenge. That was fun. You had his back up against the wall there for yeah. a little while. You ever seen Twister? I mean, no. I think I saw it in the that theater. That is like my favorite part of the whole movie. <laughs> Cow. I gotta go, Julia. We have cows. So what did they eat? Remember there was an animal. Was It was a goat that was chained up in Jurassic Park. Yeah. And then they look again and the goat's gone. Yeah. I was thinking that was the cow, but yeah. Yeah. It's All right. the scene where they are driving across a narrow road with a body of water on each side and a tornado a water spout splits into two water spouts. So and- what did they eat? Sorry. Redbeard said uh we gotta go live to clip for his victory speech. Uh oh. more obnoxious more overbearing you're gonna love it because you have no choice because all i do is oh boy that was fun i thought you were gonna pull it off chandler i really did but we'll see not one not two not three (laughs) not four one for the thumb i i cannot wait to give the thumbs some love five and oh you're scoring at home i can't i can't wait till you win well, Shirley, uh, <laughs> don't hold your breath. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. You can paint this from purple. <laughs> <laughs> Let's head out to the Pirate Radio Live line. And speaking of winning, we'll talk some ECU hoops with Billy Weaver, my co-host, on the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. And... Uh, weave um getting ready for uh nascar this weekend pirate baseball a lot going on billy uh welcome in how you doing man doing good man how about you doing good and uh and speaking of that call-in show uh you put in your one-year notice that you would be missing the season (laughs) opener you and a lot of pirate fans planning on being in ann arbor do you already have your uh your room and uh schedule and all that weave uh for september no, I do need to get on that pretty quick, though, um, because before you know it, uh, fall will be here, and if you don't get on it pretty quick, uh, things will go fast, I'm sure. But, yeah, um, matter of fact, I'm glad you mentioned that, because I will make sure that is <laughs> my list of to-dos this weekend. Uh, planning on having Weave join us again. I've been having a lot of fun with him uh, on the post-game show these last couple of seasons, but billy uh and a lot of purple and gold uh will be in ann arbor at the big house when east carolina takes on michigan before we got there uh we got spring football coming up we got ecu baseball we'll talk about that uh in a moment with billy but uh man last night Menji's coliseum 
one of those special nights and uh we remembered the voice jeff charles honored him at the game and then the players the team came through with a come from behind victory and it's kind of eerie we've uh, you know aside i went back home after the game last night watched the end of it on espn plus he Cy seymour said somehow jeff is responsible for this somehow he he pulled us through tonight and it kind of felt that way watching the game last night it did because you know jeff had endured well side two had endured so many tough losses and you know i i can just i can just imagine you know that was you know that was a game that just had to happen that way. It really did. I mean, East Carolina was down, what, 15, 16 points in that game at one point. And, you know, I mean, you look at these two teams on paper, and um, you don't even have to look at them on paper, look at them in person. You know, Cincinnati is an incredibly athletic, very good team. And and I think if you put them up side by side, um, you know, Cincinnati's the better team, period. Um, but there was something special about Menji's Coliseum last night. It was really cool to see everything. The, the halftime tribute to him was amazing. I mean, it really was. And I actually teared up. I did, and I'm sure I wasn't the only one. There were yep. <laughs> a lot of folks in the uh, in the arena watching it that uh, that got a little eyeball sweat uh, to kind of quote Ruffin McNeil. But um, you know, Jeff Charles meant a lot to a lot of people. Me as well. I was fortunate enough to be one of the, um, you know, few people that was a color commentator with Jeff Charles on the TV when I first started at WITN. We were the official station of the ECU Pirates. We did four ECU football games a year. We did about six basketball games and did a handful of baseball games. So I got to sit beside Jeff and, you know, kind of see how he operated up close and personal. The most professional the most prepared guy that I had ever seen. Um, and it was an honor to, to sit beside Jeff Charles uh, for those many games. I can remember lots of games. Uh, you know, I sat beside him and in Tulane, uh, you know, the Quentin Cotton game. Um, you know, there were so just so many games. Uh, the UTEP game, the comeback win at, on the road at UTEP. I mean, I could go on and on. You know, I remember doing games at Mikey Stadium at Army with Jeff and um, – just he'll he'll definitely be missed and it was just kind of very fitting last night the way East Carolina did it and it was nice to see at the end when Mike Schwartz said, you know, this one was for Jeff and that's it. Yeah. That's all that needed to be said. Billy Weaver joining us, lowered the headgear many a times with the voice Jeff Charles, and I guess uh <laughs> did some hoops too, Weave. Uh Greg Pierce from ECU sent me a picture um over the weekend of I was at the scorer's table courtside as a student with wzmb lucky enough to call some games but you and jeff uh were right there center court calling games and uh it was really cool to look back at that picture i think from 2004 or 05 something like that uh but yeah you uh you had the cool experience of being able to call the action with jeff charles that's uh that's awesome yeah so it was we got to paint a few victories purple so that was neat uh you know, and it's just, it's like I said, I mean, true professional. I learned a lot from Jeff. And like I said, I don't know of anybody. I, I definitely know one that I've worked with, um, you know, during my almost 30-year career in the sports broadcasting business. I don't know of anybody that prepared yeah. any more than Jeff Charles. And there was, it didn't matter when 
what situation i remember doing some pirate club uh banquets with jeff where he spoke and kind of introduced uh, uh some of the coaches and things and it didn't matter where jeff was and what you asked him about what east carolina sport he knew about it i mean he could tell you the you know uh the roster three and four deep which you know most people just don't know and he was just he was purple through and through man and he'll certainly be missed no doubt about that. Billy Weaver joining us on the Pirate Radio Live Line ECU Hoops. Uh, now a couple of road games before they welcome Houston to town coming up. And, and what a Saturday that's going to be a week from this Saturday, Weave. You've got North Carolina in town for baseball in the afternoon. And then that night, Houston, who's going to be you know top five in the country inside of Menji's Coliseum. Uh, that's going to be an all-time purple and gold day uh, right there here in Greenville. Oh, yeah, you can't ask for more than that. And uh, I tell you what, Houston, they were ranked number one for a while. Um, and I was hoping they would come to Menji's Coliseum ranked number one. That would be awesome. And you talk about uh, a, a crazy atmosphere if, if East Carolina was to figure out a way to upset Houston. And, you know, that's not out of the realm of possibility because Mike Swartz has got a very – he's got a young team, but he's got a very good team and guys that are really starting to come together, and you just never know. I mean, it's been a roller coaster season for East Carolina's basketball team, but that's to be expected. I mean, there's a lot of new parts and pieces, but uh, I think they've got the right guy at the helm. And speaking of having the right guy at the helm, baseball season, you mentioned that coming uh, right around the corner. There's not any anyone better on the diamond than, than uh, Cliff Godwin. And, you know, speaking of, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe we're getting – all the stars aligned here with this being 2023 and of course the 23 meaning so much to East Carolina fans with uh, Keith LeClaire and of course you know that's the number that Cliff Godwin wears and he said he would retire that number if they got to the College World Series and how fitting would that be if that happened in 2023. That would be awesome. We've joining us. We've you uh, penciling East Carolina into uh, hosting another regional for this upcoming baseball season. Yeah, you gotta. I mean, I mean, even if, and I say that with my purple glasses on, and I I think most people that listen to this show would say the same thing, but I can seriously say that if I were not so close to the East Carolina program and alumni of the university and all that good stuff, that um, I think anybody that knows college baseball, at the beginning of the year, you have to pencil in East Carolina for a regional uh, and to possibly host a regional. I mean, that's just there. The tradition has been set here at East Carolina with baseball, and now they just need to take that next step and have been oh so close so many times. But like I said, hopefully this is the year. Billy, we were joining us, Pirate Radio Live Line. Uh, Billy, let's, uh, let's talk a little NASCAR. What's, uh, first of all, kind of big picture here. Uh, any changes to the car, um, out of the schedule, anything standing out uh, that's different? heading into this 2023 season from years past uh, that you can think of? Well, it's, what's going to be really funny is, or fun, I should say, is North Wilkesboro is going to host the All-Star Race. And I've been seeing on Twitter NASCAR, and uh, one of the, I think North Wilkesboro has a, a Twitter site as well, but I've seen all the uh, work that's been going on there to get ready for the All-Star Race. That's going to be a big throwback. That's going to be something that's a lot of fun. A little bit different with the Daytona 500 this year. You know, qualifying was what today. What is today? Today, Thursday? Today is Thursday. Yeah, last night. Yeah, Wednesday night. So it was last night. I actually tuned into that after uh, it, it, the start of qualifying uh, 
started last night towards the end of the ECU men's basketball game. So, of course, I was tuned in to ECU fully and then switched over. Uh, so that's a little bit different. They used to have qualifying on Sundays. So The only thing I saw from last night, Weave, who had the Guns and Roses car? That thing was sweet. Did you see that? Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I did, and I can't remember off the top of my head. But, yeah. yeah that's, there's some cool storylines. And how about this? Travis Pastrana. Um, you know, he's a guy that's, you know, uh, motocross racer. Yeah. I, I think he's he's raced some uh, rally cross, I think is what the those cars are called. Um, you know, big into the X Games and stuff, and he actually qualified for the Daytona 500. And Jimmy Johnson coming out of retirement for the Daytona 500, he's going to make the field start in 36. So those are a couple storylines there with qualifying. But, I mean, you look at uh, the Daytona 500, that's that's the premier race in NASCAR. It's the Super Bowl of racing. Um, and quite fitting, it follows, you know, it's, what, two weeks after the uh, the NFL's Super Bowl, but it's the only sport where the biggest biggest competition of the season or game or race or whatever you want to call it is at the beginning of the year and not the end of the year. Um, but it, it's going to be fun uh, seeing those cars going to be, you know, 42 deep at Daytona. And I, I think odds on favorites are Ryan Blaney, Chase Elliott, and Denny Hamlin. Those guys are definitely going to be talked about. Uh, leading up to the Daytona 500, you know Ryan Blaney. He's finished, I think, in the top ten. Uh, let's see, four of the last six Daytona 500s, I think. Huh. And he's also got a runner-up finish. And you know Chase Elliott. He's he's proven that he's been able to to run well on super speedways. And you know he's also got a runner-up finish in the Great American Race. So those guys. Uh, we'll definitely be at the front of the field come on come Sunday, but it's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait for uh, the NASCAR season to kick off. I had a trivia question. We've uh, last night at AJ's. Um, you know, this driver has never won a championship, but has won three Daytona 500s uh, since 2016, and that's Denny Hamlin. And I've had I've yeah. talked to you so many times going into this race, coming out of this race, about how you you've got. Uh, you just got to be there at the end. There's a lot of luck involved, but obviously when you hear numbers like that, uh, it shows how much skill is still involved at a track like this. So it can be volatile, but uh, you'll still see your best drivers, uh, you know, win this thing like Denny's been able to do. Oh, yeah. Well, there, and I tell you what, though, I don't know. There's, it, like you said, there's a lot of luck involved and there's the attrition value. Of course, you know, there are races I can remember uh, Derek Cope was one of them that, you know, kind of winners that you didn't think were going to win the Daytona 500. I mean, there's a couple other. Uh, was it uh, Bain? Trevor Bain? Yeah. yeah. Tre- Trevor Bain is one of those. Uh, you know, Sterling Marlin, who had a decent career, he was a guy that won there. Michael Waltrip, you know, these, these aren't like championship drivers. These aren't guys that are, you know, big, uh, you know, everyday names. And then you look at the flip side and guys like Tony Stewart that never won one. Mark Martin, who had a heck of a career, never won a Daytona 500. And for the longest time, Dale Earnhardt was the most popular, most successful driver to have never won a Daytona 500. He finally did that towards the end of his career and won one. Uh, but it's hard to win at Daytona. It really is. And that's why it's it's the Super Bowl of racing, and that's why – you know, so many teams put so much effort into that one race is because it is the crown jewel of NASCAR. 
That'll be fun coming up this Sunday. Looking forward to uh, checking out the conclusion after Pirate Baseball coming up. uh, George Washington coming into town. We appreciate the chat, man. Enjoy your weekend. We'll keep in touch and uh, talk more sports with you down the road. All right. Maybe we'll be talking about the sale of the commanders at some point. Hey, man. It it feels like it's uh, it's getting closer, hopefully at least. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, there's a big number. There's a big price tag on that uh, that franchise. Wait, I heard a rumor you were driving around Virginia, Weave. You're not. Are you... yeah. <laughs> hey, I do want to say this, though. Um, you know, I am in Virginia right now. I'm up in Newport News, and it's really cool to stop at. You know, they have 7-Elevens up here, which is part of Speedway now in, in eastern North Carolina. But I stopped at a 7-Eleven a little while ago, and they have Commander's stuff in there, like koozies and little yeah you know, trinkets and, and, and stuff like that. So it was just, it's just kind of neat to be in the state of Virginia where you go in and you actually see that stuff. Whereas down in, you know, Eastern North Carolina, it's most, mostly Carolina Panther stuff. So it was kind of cool to see, but I, I, I do have a couple little commanders things. I have a cup and a shirt, but, uh, I don't know how, how much merchandise I'm going to buy until I find out, uh, you know, how the sale goes and, who knows? We might even see another name change. You never know. Yeah. This franchise. You're right. We've uh, enjoyed it, man. We'll uh, talk to you soon. All right, man. Billy Weaver joining us today here on Pirate Radio Live. Uh, before we take a timeout, let's open up the booty bag, make somebody a winner. Or we'll head on home. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Don't tease me like that, Shirley. I can't hear nary one of y'all. I can't hear nary one of y'all. <laughs> Stupid buttons. The booty bag prize for us is that we get to go home 30 minutes early. We can't do that to our loyal listeners. This is my Friday, so I'm a little, my brain is a little kind of uh, All right, good for you, not for us. I know. We're going to need you this final... 28 minutes, 38 minutes. Come on, stick it out, Shirley. Lunch for two at tiebreakers. I'm looking for caller number seven. Caller seven, seven. 317 You can win an awesome tiebreakers gift card. Jeff Nadeau, Barstool Sports, joins us back with you on Pirate Radio Live after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Brown and Wood is your home of the best selection of GMC, Cadillac, Buick, and Mazda in eastern North Carolina since 1937. Shop their entire inventory online at brownandwoodauto.com or visit them on Greenville Boulevard Brown and Wood Greenville's number one dealership and the home of the lifetime powertrain warranty. And congratulations to Tommy Cook of uh, Winterville. Picked up a lunch for two for tiebreakers. Uh, tiebreakers is open every day at 11 a.m. It is the best place to watch your favorite sports while enjoying the best wings in town, along with sandwiches, appetizers, cold beer, and more. Follow Tiebreakers on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. Tiebreakers in Greenville at Bells Fork and in downtown Winterville on Railroad Street. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. 
All righty, back with you here on PRL on a Thursday. Let's uh, head on back out to the Pirate Radio Live line and talk to the big man on campus, Jeff Nadeau. Great college hoops last night inside Menji's Coliseum and some pretty good games going on tonight. We'll talk about that and more as the big man joins us. Jeff, how you doing today? doing well how are you hey doing great uh coming off an awesome night in Menji's coliseum last night east carolina comes from 16 points down to defeat cincinnati and uh one of those magical nights jeff was talking with Igo yesterday about kind of when other other powers take over in sports that, that brett Favre uh monday night game where his father had just passed away and you've seen it in uh in other examples and I don't know, man. It felt kind of eerie uh, last night in that building, and it felt like Jeff Charles, voice of the Pirates, had something to do with that East Carolina win. But uh, it was a lot of fun last night. Great college basketball game uh, in Menjis. Yeah, you know, um, Clip, uh, when you contact me, you usually contact me to come on every Thursday, and I, I was really sad to hear about the news about Jeff Charles last week. I, I got the information, and I never met Jeff. I never talked to him. Um, obviously, being connected to your show and your uh, you know radio station, I, I've kind of gotten to know some of these people just as fans of their work. Um, I love people that, are, that have a passion for, for sports broadcasting or, or just sports in general, and it really seemed like Jeff Charles did. Um, it seemed like he was uh, really uh, someone everyone loved there. Everyone had something good to say about him. Uh, I was actually speaking to the old uh, one of the old quarterbacks at ECU, Shane Carden. We were talking about him uh, on DM, and it just seemed like a, a gem of an individual and someone who really loved that area. And, um, what a what a terrible and sad loss. I, I pray for him and his family, uh, and, and you know that he rests in peace. He's yeah. a really uh, just a great guy. And, and you're right; it seemed like. ECU almost had the magic of him last night. I mean, you look at from the ten minute mark to the end of the game, they outscored Cincy twenty nine to nine. That's pretty. That's pretty magical. It doesn't happen much. Yeah, it was awesome, and uh, that's cool to uh, to hear you say that, Jeff. And they do joining us on the pirate radio live line uh as east carolina coming off a win over the bearcats and again jeff uh the aac uh you know we're hoping it's a, a multi-bid league but right now it's houston and then we're keeping an eye on memphis and i think memphis is in a pretty good spot i'll get your take on it jeff they got ucf at home tonight as a six and a half point favorite um temple at home tonight minus four and a half against wichita state and then houston a big favorite on the road at smu right now is it looking like just uh houston and uh, potentially memphis in the tournament what do you think yeah i I have houston obviously they're they're in but i I think memphis is 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 bubbly i think they're right on the bubble i mean a bad loss or two could, could really play them out of this tournament this is a league that you know is not as as strong as it is in years past I, right now, I, I think Memphis is in, but you know, you lose, you know, against, uh, you know, I don't know, you lose at ECU or, or or Wichita or something. Who knows? I think they're in, but it's it's close. They're on the bubble to me. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's a two bid league unless someone feels it in uh, March. Other games last night, Jeff. I uh, didn't get to see it, but Tennessee knocking off Alabama at home. I saw uh, Texas A and M uh, took da- or uh, took down Arkansas. 
uh, there at home as well. So looking at the uh, the SEC right now, I know the Big 12 is going to get just about all of their teams in, Jeff. Who uh, who do you like out of the SEC? It's so up and down with uh, home teams winning games and teams uh, struggling to win on the road. So when you look at the Southeastern Conference this year, who are your teams you might see there at the end? Yeah, I mean, they're going to get seven teams. I mean, the SEC, I think, you know, your Big Ten and your Big 12 is going to get eight probably. Um, but as far as the SEC, a, a team that I've kind of kind of been negative on is Alabama. I think we kind of saw that uh, last night. Um, they're a very good team, but, you know, what's the status of the Daco going forward? What's What do they look like if they can't shoot the basketball in a game? Uh, that's always been Nate Oates. You know, you either make threes or you don't. For the most part, they made threes this year, but when they don't, they look really beatable like last night. I would still, to me, say when the rubber meets the road, the team I'm probably going to depend on is Tennessee. Um, I just look at how good they are on defense. They're the best defensive team in America, according to Ken Pomeroy. They got the best three-point defense. They're really, and when you look at what they did last night, keeping Alabama under 60, that's what they can do. And they didn't even have Julian Phillips or Jordan James last night. They only had about seven kids that they could throw out there. I'll also bring up Arkansas. You know, Arkansas has kind of been, you know, good, not great. Yeah. Had, had, they didn't have Nick Smith. I think they're kind of going forward. If they can get him playing kind of regular minutes again, um, you know, he didn't play last night much, and he hasn't really played recently. But if they can get him back into the fold, you know, they'll be a team to keep an eye on. But to me, it's it's Tennessee's world. Talking to Jeff Nadeau, uh Arkansas, their their freshman point guard Jeff uh, Black. What's his first name? Uh, is it? Yeah, uh, I, I've enjoyed watching him play. Is he a? I don't know what the, I hadn't looked at drafts or anything like that. I think he was like the number one point guard coming out. Is he a one and done guy for them, or is he going to come back? Yeah, I think he's an absolutely you know one or done. Yeah, I, I would put him top. I think he's top five pick probably. Okay. Um, he's a guy that, interestingly enough, spurned Gonzaga. They're, all the talk around Spokane was he was going to go to Gonzaga. And huh. in the final minute, he chose Arkansas. So, yeah, he's a top He's a top five, top ten pick. And I think Nick Smith's a top ten pick as well, um, the, the kid that's been out for a while. But, yeah, they have two top ten picks on this team for sure. Yeah, and uh, I, I had fun riding them last year, and they seem like a team that – Maybe could turn it on uh, come tournament time. Jeff Nadeau joining us on the Pirate Radio Live Line. While we're talking conferences and tournament, Jeff, and uh, we're post-football now, it's fun to have these discussions. you still got uh, a few weeks uh, in the regular season, but we'll get to conference tournament play. But how about the ACC? Uh, I was talking the other day about how good Miami is. Chandler and I have had fun betting on Miami in the past, even when they were down a few years ago. And I said we might have uh, missed the boat on our hurricanes futures and uh we had uh, a guest in here and he said well they're they're beating a bad acc which i kind of look at it and that might be true miami's 15th in the country but right now you got pitt uh virginia who's a good not great team uh clemson it's a weird look at the top nc state a weird look at the top of the acc do any of these teams have uh the talent the coaching that you uh would take far into an ncaa tournament this year jeff well, I remember um, it might have been last year. I believe uh, Chandler Honeycutt, but I think he had Miami as a future. One yeah. Season. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was a great call. I, I would still say at this point, I think if you're looking at a future, 50 to 1 is is, is, per, is terrific on them. I think they're very good. I think obviously you're going to say, well, they haven't beaten anybody. But listen, they're in the ACC. This is what they did last year. And 
I, I thought they were pretty damn effective in the NCAA tournament. You could have made money on them last year, too. So I think this team's probably better even. Um, getting someone like Nigel Pack is, is huge. I think he's better than, than who they've had in the past. He's terrific. I like Ormir as well down in the block. Wuga Poplar, a terrific defender. I think they're really good. Uh, I, I, I think if you're looking for value, kind of in that 30 to 60 to 1 range, you know, a team that, that isn't going to be you know, bad odds, but you can still get a nice price on them. I would look at Miami. I would look at St. Mary's. I would look at uh, Arkansas. I would look at, um, you know, San Diego State, Providence, teams like that. Miami's kind of at the top of the list, and I think are surely the best team in the ACC. I, I, you know, other than maybe Virginia, but um, two different teams, two interesting teams. And I think the ACC is actually pretty good. I, I think if you're going to poo-poo the ACC, remember, Pitt has obviously played much better this year. Clemson's really good. <laughs> Duke's good. UNC's still very solid. Um, Virginia's great. Uh, NC State's tough. I don't. I don't think it's as bad a conference as people want to make it out. I think it's when Carolina and Duke are down. That's just the what you throw out there. Well, the ACC's down this year because Carolina and Duke aren't ranked. But it's just bad. If anyone says that, I think they don't know who got yeah. about college basketball. I, I don't. I just don't think not true jeff i feel like we've talked a lot about purdue and i feel like you've been in on a lot of purdue action this year yeah fading them in spots taking them in spots so uh, they got one tonight and this is this is classic you've got a 23 and 3 team and it's almost a pick them and they're playing a 17 and 8 team and yet you know i'm still terrified to, to take the boilers in the spot but purdue at maryland uh great matchup in the big 10 what do you think about this one coming up at 6 30 yeah, it's funny. I, I've always led the same talk on Purdue. and the non-conference, you should bet on them. In conference play, I'm looking at places to fade them. And I've, I've had success. I faded them against Michigan State, hit that. Faded them against Michigan, hit that. Uh, faded them against Indiana, hit that. So, you know, I've kind of found the right spots with them. And, and yeah, I, I, I really like Merlin tonight. I bet them at one and a half. It was the first bet I made today. Um, first of all, Purdue is, is a team that I'm, I'm kind of worried about. I think teams have realized if you can turn them over um, and Edie can't get the best one, even if he does, let him go off for 25. They don't have anybody else that can pick up the slack. Last two games they've lost, Clip, they've had 16 turnovers in both games, uh, 32 in total. They just turn the ball over too much. They have a fresh bunch of freshman kids that are not capable, I don't believe. I don't love their wings. I think offensively you're starting to see them hit a wall. Going on the road is not easy in this conference. I think home teams in conference play are like, 65 and 30 at home this year, um, straight up. It's just a home court league, and that's always how it's been. You also look at Maryland. I mean, 11 of 4 against the spread at home this year. They've only lost once, and that was the UCLA. Uh, Maryland's actually pretty damn good, and they're really good at home. I love Maryland and all over them, especially tonight. Speaking of fading ranked teams, Jeff, you haven't been afraid to uh, fade the Gonzaga this season. They are 21 and 5, 10 and 2, <clears throat> not the. The, the season that uh, we've expected them to have uh, in years past, but they're on the road tonight at Loyola Marymount, seventeen and ten, seven and six in conference play. Gonzaga, a nine-point favorite. Uh, this is eleven o'clock on CBS Sports. Uh, any, I don't know, any chance you want to take the underdog in that one and see if we could get a tight one? I think these teams played a close one the first time around, if I'm not mistaken. No, I'm not playing them. In fact, you know, all three plays that I've made tonight are revenge games. Okay. The game I mentioned, Maryland, that was a revenge game. By the way, Clip, in that first game that Maryland lost against Purdue, they were three for 21 from three. That's probably not going to happen tonight. Huh. They lost by three. 
tonight, no, I like Gonzaga in this game, and I'll tell you why. I played it at eight and a half. It opened eight. It's up to nine. I've split the baby and played the middle. Gonzaga is starting to turn a corner, okay? 99 and 88 the last two games. Um, they're in revenge, as you said. This was the first time they had lost at home in a long time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, big revenge game for the Zags. Um, and the public, I think, is going to be on LMU because they don't think Gonzaga is as good as they have been. Gonzaga is still a top three offensive team in America. I don't think Loyola is going to be as good offensively as they've been in uh, previous games, especially the first one. I think uh, I think it's a good spot for Zags to win by double digits. I was surprised we got it under doubles. I think Gonzaga takes out some frustration tonight and beats a team that they're just better than. Okay, yeah, I, I remembered it was a close game. I forgot that was the game Gonzaga lost at home. So there you go, a, a revenge matchup tonight. Uh, big man, anything else on the uh, the card tonight you're looking at? Yeah, one other revenge spot, a team that I've been betting a lot. I think I've given it on your show, North Alabama. I like <laughs> this team a lot. Clip, no one knows this, it seems like, but North Alabama's won seven of the last eight games. There are four games out of first place with four to go. They're not going to get there, but it's all about seeding in this conference, improving on your seed. This is a really good defensive team, uh, North Alabama. They're a good offensive team as well. Lost to Bellarmine in the first game of conference play back on January 2nd. Big revenge game here, the three-and-a-half-point dogs. Really good group ATS, covered 7 of 10 overall. I've been involved with them. This is a good basketball team. I think they win the game tonight against Bellarmine. I'll gladly take three and a half. And by the way, Cliff, I'll throw one other thing out. I was at O'Hare Airport yesterday in Chicago, and I saw Milwaukee's basketball team as they headed on the road to take on big Youngstown State, the best team in the horizon. And their coach, Bart Lundy, told me that, hey, we know it's a tough game, but we beat them the first time, and they did beat them the first time. I think this is too many points to give the Milwaukee Panthers. They're a good team. Um, they've got some really solid players, uh, and they looked ready to go in the airport yesterday. I'm just going to say it. I like this uh, this new idea, Jeff Nadeau airport interviews, talking to basketball teams and coaches. That could be something. Clip. A lot of people don't know Milwaukee. Yeah. They have three players, Clip, that are related to NBA players. Do you want to hear about this? Yeah, yeah. Who you got? So Vin Baker. Oh, wow. A, uh, Moses Bowl. He's the nephew of <laughs> The Newt Bowl. How tall is uh, Moses? Uh, 7'1". one. <laughs> okay. I was thinking about him getting on a commercial flight yesterday, and it was concerning. <laughs> and I actually had a conversation with a kid called Donovan Ham. Darvin Ham? Uh, he is the son of Darvin Ham, who is the current coach of the LA Lakers. Um, Donovan transferred in from a school in Georgia, a JUCO, and he's uh, on the team as well. So, Jeff, do you remember? Are you older? I think I'm. I'm a little older than you. Do you remember Darvin Ham breaking a backboard in the tournament against North Carolina when he was at Texas Tech? I do remember that, and I also remember when Darvin played for the Bucks. Uh, yeah. This was back. I don't know, early 2000s, because he was on the teams that played the Sixers. That you know. Oh yeah. And, stuff like that 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 bucks team while we're showing off our sports knowledge and memories that bucks team beat the hornets to get to the eastern conference final and that was like uh the best like the furthest the hornets have ever gone in the playoffs so i remember that i want to say those were like the the bobby phil's teams may rest in peace yep, yeah. people like that jamal mashburn was still there pj brown baron davis yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, so yeah, the team is star-studded. They have a bunch of kids, and I don't think there should be 10-point dogs to, to Youngstown. Youngstown's good, but they're not great on defense, so I think Milwaukee can hang around here. I, 
By the way, that was an example of if there were no games going on, uh, what Jeff and I would do on a show. We would just start naming names and teams and going down memory lane. I love doing stuff like that, Jeff. Yeah, because we're starting to realize. I know I'm starting to realize that I'm getting older. And older. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, dude, when when Brady retired, I realized that now I'm older than every player in the NFL. That's a tough realization. You still got years to go for that one. That's all I realized too. LeBron, like when LeBron hit uh, the, the the record. I look back and I realize, like, wow, LeBron James has been in the league for, like, 20 years. Yeah. And, it's like, I remember when he was in high school. You know, I remember when he was coming into the league in uh, Ohio. It's, it's crazy how quick time goes. Yeah. They do good stuff. Uh, you were in Chicago, as you mentioned uh, earlier this week, doing some stuff with the Barstool Chicago guys, the mid-show, uh, also the uh, the dog walk. So, uh, Jeff, uh, what else you got going on right now? Anything uh, we need to know about? Yeah, most of the dog walk uh, content is out, but as far as the other stuff, some of the fun stuff we did hasn't even come out yet. I think that'll come out on the stool scenes they do tonight. Uh, we also, uh, White Sucks Dave and I had a race. Uh, we raced each other outside. <laughs> and that was fun. We did a, a bar night at, at River North. That was fun. And by the way, Cliff, you, you speak about how good I am at, at, at grabbing women. I walk into that bar. Okay? I see this girl with a red top on, look like my type. She invites me to sit down. I find out she's some, like, reality show star. I got her number. We're still talking. Seems great. Um, so, yeah, I'm pretty good at that, by the way. And that will be featured as well. But, uh, yeah, other than that, just kind of having a good time. All sorts of different content is out, and uh, it only continues. They do. I appreciate you coming on the show, um, being a pal, and also not stealing my broad. So, thanks, man. Well, I would never. I don't do that to people I like and enjoy. But, yeah, um, but, yeah listen, I, sometimes you just. You meet a girl that has a boyfriend, and she's either cool with it or not. So. <laughs> hey, that's life. Jeff, enjoyed it as always, man. Keep up the great work. Uh, we'll talk to you again soon. All right, Cliff. See you. And rest in peace to the great Jeff Charles. Thanks, Cliff. Jeff, Jeff Nadeau joining us on Pirate Radio Live here on a Thursday. We'll take another break. Come back. More to go. Pirate Radio Live. We'll take a, another look at the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by dub buck when we return pirate radio live on a thursday back with you after this you're listening to hour three of pirate radio live this hour of prl is brought to you by bud light reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar Medispa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultations available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit. Love your transformation. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Looking at the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by DaBuck. DaBuck. We'll add a new sport to that scoreboard if you want to see some cars on the track you got the duels at daytona uh the qualifying race is coming up at six o'clock that'll be uh going on throughout the night on fox sports one so you can add that to your schedule the truck race will be coming up on friday night 6 30 fox sports one uh saturday xfinity uh qualifying in the morning the xfinity race uh coming up at four o'clock 
and then the daytona 500 coming up sunday at 1 30 you can also add uh some xfl to your schedule uh josh hawkins will be in action with the renegades arlington renegades coming up saturday three o'clock on abc so a little football if you need to get your football fixed of course ecu uh men back in action sunday women at home on saturday you got pirate baseball this weekend uh coming up six o'clock schedule change six o'clock on friday two on saturday one on sunday coming up tonight uh talked about some of these games with the big man on campus jeff nadu purdue a slight favorite on the road at maryland and boy that line has gone down uh to a pick at this point so a lot of people including they do uh on the terps houston will be on the road tonight they are big favorites at smu late night tonight you got gonzaga at loyola marymount and uh loyola marymount beat them the first time around so gonzaga as they do pointed out looking for some revenge on cbs sports network all that going on on the buccaneer music hall scoreboard presented by da buck da buck troy d and i aren't doing our uh nascar draft this year chandler you want to get involved why not <laughs> i mean i guess i can pick i can't promise i'll keep up with it on sundays but yeah maybe it'll give you a reason to at least get a little interested in it yeah i mean i guess i mean if there's a way that i can get interested in nascar i guess it would be to choose some drivers and pay yeah. attention to see how they're doing you want to do a little draft tomorrow sure why not all right well, we'll do it's it. our first week without picking things uh, on friday so that's right we'll uh we'll, we'll do it do that tomorrow just to have a reason to uh to follow nascar it's fun to have a rooting interest in any sport um i'm a big uh kevin durant stan as you know i don't know how this i don't think he's played since he's i been didn't there. know that you were kevin durant stan until the day he was i was shipped off to that's the day i became one Oh, because you think that the Suns have a, a chance to I just to want run. something to root for because uh, the, Hornets, the yeah. Hornets are not a factor. So I needed something. And this playoff season, I'm going to root for the Suns. Still got a ways to go before we get there. Has he even played his first game for I don't the think Phoenix so. Suns? I'm not going to follow it until May. <laughs> okay. So I'll get back to you then. Right. Uh, let's take our last break. We'll come back. Get ready to wrap things up on a thursday edition of pirate radio live back with you after this you're listening to hour three of pirate radio live this hour of prl is brought to you by bud light reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly bud light the official beer of the ecu pirates and proudly distributed by carolina eagle distributing since 1989 now back to the show welcome back it was a rough day for the stock market the dow uh dropped 431 points and closed out at 33,696 the nasdaq was down 214 at 11,855 and the s&p also fell 57 points and ended the day at 4,090 that's your wells fargo advisors financial report for a personal look into investing call wells fargo advisors today at 756-6900 in greenville wells fargo advisors llc member sipc now back to clip wrapping it up on a thursday thanks to coach michael perry also uh, billy weaver jeff nadu troy d 
for hanging out on today's show. Had a good time. Great uh, job, Shirley Rhodes, on Name That Sound. Chandler, better luck next time. Great battle. Our buddy Randolph on YouTube said, great Name That Sound segment. Epic battle. It was. Two of the best. Two heavyweights throwing haymakers that ended with another victory for ya, boy. We'll see you Friday, 3 o'clock, all-new edition of Pirate Radio Live. And Jeff Charles is going to take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.